captured Master Callista, we have been betrayed. The War Master has turned from the light of the Emperor. No, it cannot be. Why would Horus do this? He has fallen to darkness. He must flee the system. Take these four remembrances to Terra and carry word of this heresy. The navigators tell me the Warp is in turmoil. We will be ripped apart. We cannot do this. You must have faith in your ship, my old friend. Your service will be remembered. We will carry word and ensure the galaxy knows of the War Master's treachery. And when we can, we will send the Legion to reclaim your sarcophagus. Only in death will duty end. Okay, and welcome tonight to uh, Edge of Empire. This is episode 10 of our fifth year. Uh, it's apparently the best heresy podcast out there. So someone's changed the notes to say we're the best. Wasn't me. Um, <laughs> uh, tonight, we're going to do the following. We're going to take a look at uh, this month's new releases, an update of uh, what we've actually been up to, a run through of this month's news. It's more like six weeks news, but there's not a lot. It's, it's that time of year when not a lot is happening. Uh, Engine Kill, me and Chris are finally gonna review loyalist legios that's what we're gonna do yeah chris no he's been quiet uh and um finally we got rob's page track but before we go any further i'm gonna introduce you to my co-hosts who are you guys still there i can't hear you yeah we're just being quiet yeah we're still, we're still here we're just yeah quiet just, respect just, that's weird that's that that threw me off that, that you guys Okay, right. I, well, I, I, I lost myself in the call because my um, Skype reset for some reason, so uh, I have no idea what you okay. said. Well, I, I will introduce the 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 uh, cast. We have the uh, forces of orthodoxy in uh, Rob and Graham. Hello. Hello. I've been called many things in my time. That's a first. Uh, force of orthodoxy. And then uh, orthodoxy. Yes. And then my and then myself and uh, Chris are the forces of Martin Luther banging notes on doors. Oh, right. I see what you mean. It's oh, so like right. a sort of reformation thing. Oh, yeah, right. that didn't go very well. That didn't go very well. No, that was no, good, no. though. That was a good good little, I see what you mean. I so, that. Right, yeah. So Rob and I are effectively the Roman Catholic Church, whereas yeah. you young uh, young upstarts are, are, are talking about crazy stuff like, yeah. you know, not spending zillions on churches. Anyway, another controversy. A man needs in in life, we tend to find. Yes, yeah. right then. Well, that's very cool. That, that was not a bad one, actually, Martin. I've got to say. Um, so it's a bit of a weird month, July, August. I think it always feels a little bit subdued. You know, nothing too much happening, holidays and whatnot. Um, well, yeah, we've it, had the, it we've doesn't had a schedule, haven't we? So yeah, yeah. Had schedule, and it doesn't help that like. Uh, what I was going to say, you know, lockdown sort of still in sort of place and not a lot of events happening and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's true. I just see it's like um, even like having a quick run through the stuff um, for that August gallery stuff. It's not a huge amount going on. So maybe we need to maybe we need to keep out of there a bit more. But um, it's been no, pretty it's, busy. To be honest with you. 
you say that there are no events happening and that's exactly the problem that me and Graham found ourselves in yeah. about an hour ago when <laughs> I suddenly remembered we're booked for an event and hadn't looked to, to see when it actually was um, mm. and realised that it's actually sooner than we thought. But Fortunately, oh, we can make it. Well, we at least can. I can anyway, which is good news. Um, so yeah, that's Fair the enough. one down in Pompey, down in Portsmouth East. Way. Eastly, yeah. sorry, Eastly. So um, it's going to be a long old drive for me on a Saturday, so I can tell you. A, that's a trek and an hour for you, Graham. Totally is, right? So uh, hopefully I can use the wife's new car, but I think I might be pushing my luck somewhat. But yeah, I'm down to see the family as well. That's always another good reason. And uh, yeah, so, but anyway, do you know what? After that, I was like, oh yeah, that's how I miss doing this. We used to do this a lot, right? Back in the good old days. We used to have three or four events a year where we'd go away. Yeah. I kind of missed that. I must admit, I, you know, the, the, the uh, you know, like the, um, Blood and Glory, that was always a was a good one, wasn't it? I mean, usually did another a another event. You know, we've been to Scotland and went to London once. You know, I've kind of missed doing that. So yeah, in in my mind, I was thinking it's going to be the end of next year before I actually play a game of Heresy again. Wow. Well, to be fair, looking for September, we can probably get a few games in ourselves. To be honest with you, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Um, it's it's been been far too long since I've trekked halfway across the country to be beaten at painting by Pete Reese. Yeah, there's always that to look forward to for you, mate. Um, <laughs> he, he, he moved. He moved his ticket to March, especially. So don't worry. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just to just to match you. But anyway, uh, surely I mean he's not going to be in the same army, is he? It don't matter. People vote for him. Oh, you can't do that, surely. If you've already won it to, once. To be fair done. though, he's a really good painter. Ah, he is absolutely. It's, 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 it's a long. It's it's just a long-standing joke. Now. It's become a joke now. He never gives me any of his Harry Bow and everybody votes for him. Oh. What? He doesn't give you Harry Bow? He didn't last time after I, I said some mean things about him. <laughs> anyway, listen. Well, I've been on the receiving end of that. I've been on the receiving end of that acid tongue, so yeah, if it's anything like Oh, he was that, in front of me. I wasn't, I wasn't bitching about him. I said him to him. He was like, he just went, well, no Harry Bow for you. What you and Rob get up to in your own business. Exactly. Your own business. We, we don't need to talk about it on this show this, that's not what this show is for uh, there's, a whole, there's a whole raft of fiction devoted to that very yeah. subject um, yeah. anyway, like I was saying events, right, the world is slowly not completely as, as Michael will attest after being a games um, demo person at uh, was it Gen Con you went to? I wish, UK Games oh. Expo UK Games Expo, there we go. Um, and of course, you know, with COVID, it got pinged. So we have to be pretty, still have to be pretty careful, folks. But slowly, you know, there might be a, there might be an option to to start booking some events for next year. Fingers crossed. I would rem- would point out to the, the to uh, the, the rest of the the party here. It's less than a month until we have to do our own one. Oh God, yeah. I just realised that when I was looking at the dates today. I was like, oh, I've got plenty of time to finish that story off. Yeah, Ooh. I need to start sending yeah, out you've, some. You've regi- got two, You've got about three weeks, Graham. Thirty. Uh, 30 uh, hang on, where are we now? We're I on the fourth. Start getting in army lists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, we're not having the we're not having the naughty list. We're just gonna have the um. Well, we don't think we're gonna have the naughty list. We're just gonna have the review. But what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna record a talk through of the changes uh, for Company of Legends, and we'll attach it to this show. Um, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah, just so okay. that sounds good. And I'll post I'll it. Push. Yeah, shall we go on to new releases? If you must. Yeah, if we must. Zero point six one seven nine eight point eight. 
2-9. It's Thursday, just after tea time. It's raining in the depths of the Imperial Palace. Malkador, the time has come to set forth into the galaxy with all the armies of man behind me to reclaim the galaxy and bring to it illumination from old night. Very well, my lord. I shall marshal the legions immediately. Uh, yeah, um, excuse me, sorry. Um, if it's illumination you're after, can um, can I suggest the uh, Daylight Company? They do the best desk-mounted hobby lights for all hobbies, including galactic conquest. Sounds very promising, and it would save a whole heap of trouble, my master. Oh, uh, all right then. Um, cancel the crusade and get me one of these loomy lamps. Immediately. Daylight Company, bringing illumination to a galaxy near you. There's got to be loads. I mean, hang on a second. I, I like, I mean, I'm on, on board with the top one. I'm not sure it qualifies as um, uh, as a heresy release, if I'm completely honest. Okay, I mean, well, it, it, I mean, like, it, it totally doesn't. But, yeah. um, let's see what, let's see what the, the panel makes of that one. So new releases then, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is as a Chris alludes to not specifically heresy, but you know, let's face it, everyone is going to be playing some of these. I think uh, Gaunt's Ghosts, which are forty-two pounds or thirty-five pounds seventy from our friends at Element Games. Uh, they're basically just six special characters for you, militia. And yeah, I, I think they yeah. were. I mean, it's you know. They're, you know, they're not obviously not the names characters in Heresy, but they they could be, you know, your old um, special, you know, characters yeah. for whatever, just sergeants. Look, That's just having a look oh. at them and go and seeing how many of them are still alive. I, I bought, did anybody else buy this? I bought this. I not haven't yet. yet. I uh, haven't yet. Um, I have the messages from back in the day, so. There's two of them that I don't have issues with but the two of them are very different to um my mental imagery okay fair enough four of them four of them are pretty much spot on but um yeah so i've got those ghosts they are temporarily out of stock online okay they are they pretty much go out of stock as soon as they come online again because they're that popular yeah. Rob, you have an issue with Gaunt and um, Ron. Nope. Oh, damn. No, I mean, obviously, Gaunt's got the wrong thing, got the wrong weapon in his hand, but that's easily done. That's didn't, easily solved. Didn't somebody, didn't somebody um, mention that? Yeah, I did. I mentioned it. I, I, I raised this question when, he, when they got released. Yes, but these are the um, these are them in their early days. Yeah, these. Yeah. Yeah, but he still has the other weapon when everybody in this book is still, everybody in that box set is still alive. The problem is, this no, I mean, the model release is tied to the book release. And yes. The book is a is a prequel. To it's a prequel. Yeah. yeah so oh, is it? That, uh, that's what sword and doesn't have the power blade of Hieronymus Sondar. Yeah. You would have thought they would give it the option, wouldn't you? Because I mean, that yeah. power blade is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. It's not a really hard thing to swap out, though. I can't. No, no, no. I think Ron looks ace. Ron's pro- Ron and McCall are my two favourite ones in the box. Okay, so which ones do you, do you do? Is it Bragg? Bragg? Bragg's not big a- enough, because Bragg's are basically an ogre in. Yeah. And 
neither's um Corbeck. He's not big he's he's not big enough. Enough for you. Because he's, 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 he, he's, he's supposed to be bigger than Gaunt, and Gaunt's over six foot six. That is true. I mean, he is he, he is bigger than the old one. Well, that's and, not uh, hard. Yeah, than the old one. He, I mean, I can. Uh, and I think I, th- I think with Larkin, they missed they, they missed they missed a trick with Larkin. He's he's too hidden. You can't see that he's old, and you can't see that he's mental. I've got to say, uh, I don't know which one it is because I don't know who they. But one of them is definitely got the smouldering grey flocks look going on. Oh, that's McCall. That's McCall. Yeah, that's McCall with the that's, with the dagger. Yeah, yeah, that's McCall. You, that's yeah, a he, good he, look. He, that that look has actually just killed a dreadnought. If you follow that line of sight, uh, a dreadnought has just exploded because he looked at it the wrong way. He almost <laughs> looks a little bit like you know the the guy who does the advert for the world's finest lager. Yes, um, he's kind of up there. He's he's, he's kind of a cross between him, the guy from the Confused.com adverts, and Fred Syria from First Date. If you've um, watched it, Schmigadoon on Apple Plus TV, um, there's the Doctor in that, and that's not an uncanny likeness to that either, to him either. Okay, there you go. Okay. They're cool figures, though. They are cool figures. I'm looking for. I'm yeah. going to have to do them justice. I'm going to have to get my, my, my paint game on. I've got um, Eisenhorn. Is it Eisenhorn? Yeah. Yep. I've got him as well, still in still in box. So I think I might do them all together in a sort of, uh, you Black know, tri- homage tribute to, to homage to the the god that is Dan Abnett. To and Dabnet, yes. Yeah. So um, yeah. But anyway, it's my, my three are sitting on my um stand of. Of wonderment. Oh, did um, did you get your painted by the by your tame pro painter? Yeah, Adam um did them for me. So. Oh, what a star! Yeah, it's very kind of him. Fair nice. enough. They are very nice. I just really wish they'd do a normal box set as well, like a normal troops choice, because then yeah, then everybody would use these for militia. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I you, agree. Could, you could. I'm trying to think whether you could. Because there's, you can have snipers as a troop choice, can't you, in militia army? Yeah, um, it's not enough but sniper rifles, really, is there? And I'd say Ron's got there aren't any, and and certainly not what uh, the uh, what Bragg and is wielding is not a sniper rifle. No, no the, but I suppose Larkin is, isn't he? But yeah. Oh yeah, and the problem, you know, snipers have to be a, a whole unit in, yeah. um, so they can't, yeah. you know, it's not like in guard where you have a special weapon with a sniper rifle in a in a unit. It's you have a squad of snipers. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, uh, it, you know, you don't get necessarily that translation, if that makes sense. And let's yeah. face it, if, if Larkin was around in the heresy, then, you know, he would have one-shot Horus from, like, you know, yeah. the other side of the galaxy. Anyway, Gaunt's Ghosts can be used. Yeah. There's a couple of figures in there. I mean, you could use Gaunt himself if you want to, either as a force commander or you could use him as a discipline master as well. Discipline, kind of discipline master, yeah. So there, there's... Uh, I think if we ever get agents of the um, agents of the emperor and agents of the war master, I think you might get a bit more mileage out of them then, because mm-hmm. um, McCall would make quite a handy uh, John Grammaticus as well, mm-hmm. stand in if you got yeah, somebody like that. that. And the Corbeck model could be used potentially for uh, Olanius Pius if you change the weapon. You start a, it's basically going to set the internet aflame, Rob, because what's going to happen now is people are going to go, now hang on a second. When they, if they survive the heresy, 
um, did they then go out into the galaxy and then start the whole Tanner thing? Oh well, they they are they are zipping about the timeline a little bit, aren't they? There's so, there's you know, there's nothing to say they couldn't have been on Tanith. Yeah, that's it. I mean, let's let, let's face it. Um, it all kicked off for Horus on Cadia. Yeah, because they're all the all, all the violet eyes, didn't they? Is it Davin where they've all got violet eyes? Yeah. No, no, Cadia. Yeah, but in 40k Cadia, they've all got violet eyes. Yeah, no, it was straight up Cadia. Oh, was it straight up Cadia? Heretic, yeah. There were there was there were people living on Cadia before the Cadians. Because the Scarus the Scarus sector from um, Eisenhorn is actually named after a word bearer's Praetor. Oh. That's just dropped okay. into I think First Heretic, like they named the sector the the Scarus sector and like it's just never never changed its name and you know, Eisenhorn's running around a place named after a word bearer, which I find quite amusing. Of course. Okay, cool. So, uh, all right, so tangent. moving on, we've got um, Alpharius, Head of the Hydra, the Primarch's novel. Ha, ha, who's read this? Not me. Not uh, me. You, need to, you do need oh, to. People said that about the Rust one, and I was just a bit disappointed with it. No, no, this is this is a lot better. I read this ages ago. Yeah, it's been that long. Okay, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yes, I read it. I thought it was okay. I really liked it. I have a couple of issues with it, but purely more down to the storytelling than the uh, sort of the way the story was laid out, as opposed to the actual content of the story. Um, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. There can't yeah, be many it, more of them. There can't be many more of them left now, are there? The uh, Sanguinius, Horus, Ontarian, um, so. Dawn. Yeah, Dawn. First one dies at the end. Second one dies at the end. Third one never has a bath. Fourth one dies at the end. But uh, yeah, no, this one's a really good one. It it, it twists with the uh, the facts and sort of well, hmm, it, it's exactly as you would expect an Alpharius book to be. Um, what is it? Is it just like a title and then everything inside is just black lined out with redacted? And you've actually no, it is. It, it just it's it's completely. It catches you by surprise every time. Yeah, it, it completely changes everything you know about Alpharius. I do know he gives you all his army preferred enemy. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's, fair he's, enough. He's, he's quite tasty, like. I don't think it brings it up in the book if I remember correctly, but um, yeah, I might have missed that as a chapter. See, he's, wa- he's wandering around going here, you've got preferred enemy, you've yeah. got preferred enemy, you've got preferred enemy. It's a bit like a communion kind of thing. They all come up they all come up to him and go, oh, no, the, the preferred enemy. Mm-hmm. Yes, the preferred Nothing enemy, more yes. depressing than watching somebody roll ones and then go, preferred enemy, and then roll ones oh. and go, preferred enemy. Just, oh, sorry, sorry about that. I get to do that. Much more depressing story than that. Much more okay. depressing. Fair enough. Anyway, Alpharius, Head of the Hydra, twelve ninety nine for the halfback, eleven pound and four pence at Element Games, or you can get the EPUB uh, for seven ninety nine, and the MP3 audiobook is nineteen ninety nine or one Audible credit. So moving on uh, to Malaghurst, the Twisted Equi of the Warmaster. So that is uh, that that finally came out and obviously was in resin, mm. not plastic, as people were suggesting. I think, including um, me. Because it certainly looked like it was plastic. The painting. Yeah, I'll give you that. It does. It does. But he's thirty quid. Um, so I think we talked about him quite a bit. But but who knows? You may get 
a Sons of Horus Pro Tour instead. I was going to say, I can't believe well, it hasn't yeah, been mentioned. Yeah, I was looking through the show notes. Well, surely it, it is in the show mentioned. notes. It is in is the it? show notes. Yes. Couldn't find it. It is. Probably down yeah. in the news somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, it, you, might, you, you might get a Sons of Horus Pro Tour instead if you order one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yes. that, was, that, that was quite funny. But yes, no, Malakurst the Twisted, um, 30 quid. I think people were reasonably happy with it but it's obviously pretty, uh, pretty good for a character series model to be fair yeah but obviously um there was a little surprise that some people got instead of him so but we'll talk about that later um so the next one months. was well, that does seem just, maybe it's just me i mean i'm thinking that's a third of a sakaran you know just <laughs> yeah but if you, there. if you compare it to some of the others that are like 55 quid yeah. The problem with this one, Graham, is it's. I mean, how many of them are, gonna, are, they, are they actually going to sell? I've no idea. Probably a quite lot. a few, because I'll just use him as an just use him right. as a blunt so, icon bearer. Uh, Sigismund Graham is forty-seven of your shiniest earth pounds, for instance, <laughs> and he's ten years older. <laughs> but that's and because he does, that's he does come with a massive base. Yeah, that's the yeah problem. he does. Yeah, this is that's why yeah. a lot cheaper. Ironically, now. you do get half a Sakaran with uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Sigismund. It's that. just it's already been chopped in half. Yeah. It's a it's a cool looking model. I like his I like his pose. He's kind of like using the the banner to lean on, which is you know to sort of keep him upright, I guess, because he's somewhat twisted, as we said. But uh, he's a great looking model, I think. There's a lovely paint job as well. I've got to be honest. Yeah. Okay, next. It's no longer available. What a shame. What's that? What's that? On the Forge World website, Peter Arbo, no longer available. He's being reboxed. He'll be being reboxed. Stop it. I checked for, <laughs> check for something this week, the reboxing and a lot of stuff. It's not all that as a Primark, to be Anyway. That's just either Dawn or Constantine, so uh, yeah, I'll just move on. <laughs> okay, moving on to the first wall in paperback, seven ninety nine or £6.39 at Element Games. If that's the way you're collecting the novels, cool you've got the, the books out there um then we've got the lion's gate spaceport map no we haven't 40 sold pounds absolutely yes, sold out. whatever did you but not yeah. tell us chris no i didn't because so i got pinged yes. and i was like okay oh that that's kind of worked out in my favor because then i can you know perhaps not have to work on the saturday then went and had a pcr test got my result back earlier than i thought i would do and had to go to work on saturday Got caught with a customer at around 10 o'clock, and by the time I managed to go and look, the damn thing was unavailable again. There's oh. so, two maps, and I cannot go, I won't be able to get a third unless I pay four million pounds or something. Is it super expensive on eBay? Uh, I haven't even looked because I'm just gonna. I mean, do you want this one? I mean, it's got a flipping Iron Warrior on it. Yes, because I want to have them all so that I can then sell them all on eBay later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I'd, I'd like to have the set. I mean, it's got a massive yeah. Iron Warrior kind of sigil yeah, there, staring at you. One has a big word, uh, World Eaters one, so I let that pass. It's damn fine, actually. I don't know whether I'll pay 40 quid for it, but it's still pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, we've got some terrain. Uh, Battlefleet, Mecha- sorry, Battlezone Mechanicus Charidon. So that's a £90 box um, that comes with. Uh, boards so that you know weird sizes um you've got two um ferrotonic furnaces some alchemite stacks 
uh, thermic plasma conduits, uh, a hematrop reactor, and some um, uh, plasma conduit pipes things. So, so nothing new then. No, no, nothing new in there. Um, it's just Manatee'sville. Has has Battlestone has the Battlezone title replaced the Sector Mechanicus title? Is that what we're we're now seeing the phasing out of the old Sector Mechanicus sort of thing? I think so. Uh, I think so, but it's it, it's. I mean, it's not too bad a set. Uh, it, uh, to be honest, I'm thinking of getting one for my necro for my Zone Mortalis board. I think you've got enough terrain, to be honest, Michael. I think I think we need to have intervention. Yeah, you must have painted. You must have painted more of those plasma conduits than the heavy metal team. Yeah, potentially, but you know, yeah. I do need them you've for, for company to make legends. About six Zone Mortalis boards already, because there's nothing in there that you don't have multiples of already. So if you need uh, them for a Zone Mortalis board, you've already got them. I don't have them in my Zone Mortalis board, no. Um, but I have. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I I, I just have I just have all the terrain for Company of Addiction. I have issue. all the I have all the terrain for Company of Legends, so you know. Yeah, and you've got enough for it. I was there two years ago, and you still had enough terrain for everybody then. Yeah. You don't need to keep buying well, buildings. Some of it anymore. wasn't ours, to be fair. Yeah, oh, some of it's not fair. ours. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. I think we're three tables short. Okay. Uh, you could just cool. do like, like a, a Utah it. salt flats that board. Not going to be a problem in September. Yeah, not going to be a problem in September. Good point. So, yeah, I, I feel quite like the paint job on those, though. If that's uh, Yeah, it's a nice new paint scheme. Rather than everything being red, it's kind of like a nice blue. I quite it's like that. It's easier on the eye. It's less intense. Black, greeny colour, isn't it? It's a Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's nice. Um, I do like that. Those And the, the plasma glow and those, whatever they're, reactor things. Well, obviously, that's heavy metal team, but, you know, they look flipping great. Those yeah. two, the, the ferrotomic... Fair, whatever they are, the furnaces are 35 quid a piece each, so that's what 70 quid says. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not it's too bad, is it? It's a good value, a good value set. It'd be, oh, it'd be nice if they put some new stuff in. Though, I think. So, oh, so, just looking at the way they've painted that, it looks like they've done it white, a very bright white, and then done the light blue for the coils bit. Gives you that sort of uh, quite cool effect, that like it's glowing. Well, the, the plasma thing. Yeah. 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 Man looks up the internet. Yeah, nice. Like it. Just remember yeah. that one. It's a nice set of terrain for ninety quid or seventy-six pounds at Element Games. Okay, cool. So going seventy-six quid, uh, is it? Yeah, it's a good, no, it's, a good it's, it's a good deal. I'd like with with the big ones when they release a new one like this. Though I'd like to see there be something in it that you can't get outside the box. <coughs> yeah, they did that with the last box. That might just be me being a war hipster, but it'd be like, oh, I got this box, which meant I have this brew, which you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, but you know, it ends up on eBay. They war did that hipster. with the last box and the auto coral transmitter. Right. Okay. Lastly, we've got three re-releases of terrain with slight price increases. We've got the ferrotonic, ferrotonic furnace, which has gone. Which is now £35 or £28 at Element Games. The Galvanic Magnavent, which is £45 or £36 at Element Games. And the Trans-Terranic Gantries, uh, £25. But this has never actually been released separately before, and it's direct only. And okay. to be honest, it's not that how, great. How uh, have you ever had Galvanic uh, Magnavent at uh, Comedy Legend Fest? Uh, I mean... They come with a lot of baggage. There's all of the scandal that's associated with them. 
you know, plus the drug use, plus went to the last venue. You never. can't just smear feces all over the place and get away with it anymore. Maybe in the 60s it was okay. That's all I'm saying. And it's when the front man keeps jumping over the trans tyrannic gantries and getting into the crowd. It's just, it's just a security start, nightmare. Start fights, you know. Terrible. I heard that tra- the uh, um, transparent gantries was the name of their groupies. That's what they said. That's what is they that, called them. The group on, in, on the yeah. internet. Ah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Groupie title that would be. I'm a member of the transparent gantries. Okay. That have, that's okay. what we should have. Okay. So, you know, Rob will know uh, on the podcast that we listen to that isn't our one um we have ways of making you talk they yes. have their they have their group of ardent followers yes, I think the, the, the ardent, afflicted yeah independent company ours, ours should be the transferic gantries i think that's what they should uh now start calling themselves okay or oh, something like that yeah definitely yeah. So rather than having our you know, experts on the on the page you know we could say yeah. you're a member of the you've got transferic gantry level <laughs> yeah exactly also of edge of empire rename all the patreon tiers you know you are mm. you know, top top level is uh one only and it's only available to chris gibson and it's the orlock power fist level uh, tiers. yep anyway enough about our Carry slightly on. strange edge fest edge fest one day we shall we shall put on <laughs> and <laughs> just that, get a load of bands and just make them change their names just for one day yeah just 2022 that's what we'll do yeah. We won't bother with anything else. We'll just bring our music uh, yeah. uh That is uh, all the new releases for this <laughs> month. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Not a lot, but uh, you'll like it. I, I don't think Michael's right, more than end that section. Uh, right then, what's next, Mr. B? Uh, what we're up to. Okay. So now we move on to the what we have been up to section. And this is where we tell you all about the fun, exciting things we've done since we last recorded. God knows when that was at this point. For all I know, it could have been June sometime. Oh, sweet Mary, mother of Joseph. Um, So current projects or things we have achieved. Mary, uh, mother of Joseph. Hang on. You just you just caused a massive ecclesiastical (laughs) migraine with somebody. Not only is he knocking on the church door with his proclamation of reformation he's now <laughs> completely o- overturning the only trinity mary's the mother of joseph <laughs> what hang on what <laughs> and and the mother of jesus and the mother of joseph are they from change they from has North? to come eventually rob you can't you know you've got you to change heresy i say in a, in a world where anybody can be anybody yeah say okay yeah, it's very deep for a for a very quiet wednesday evening yeah nonsense uh right current projects uh go on mr b tell us tell us what you've been up to oh uh, if you can condense it down into 25 minutes or less it wasn't that much it was um i said i was going to paint the volterax and two custodies dreadnoughts and i got that done i got the volterax painted up at the beginning of the month and that was all right um it was okay it's, it's a bit plain maybe i need to do some something on there to make it stand out a bit more um to be honest because it, it, it's not the best um i don't think it just doesn't stand out very much but it is painted um 
I also got the Custodes Dreadnoughts done, and you can see what a terrible posing job I did on those. I mean, they, they, they're pretty bad. That looks all right. And um, I think they got some praise on the internet. I think unjustifiably so. Yeah, they, they they don't look as good in person. I'll be honest. Um, I chose good angles for those photos. And then finally, uh, so I got the Telemon done and the Contemptor Aquilus. So that's the big one with the spear. And uh, I've got all the weapons for the uh, Telemon, so they're all painted and he's fully magnetized. Um, so that's uh, quite handy. Um, and I also, for my militia, painted a, a Death Corps Krieg infantry squad, because that's the basis of my militia. Not, not a plastic, though. Not a plastic one. No, though, but we're talking about that later, yeah. Um, and um, I also, um, well, I, I, I bought a 3D printer. God, that, mm. yeah, of course, you, you've, you've gone solo. You're now no longer tied to the, the teat of, uh, of nothing. He's weaned himself. Yeah, he's he's going to go off and create his own creations from suspicious looking STL files. I, I thought I was copyright infringements. I thought I was buying a filament one. I ended up buying a resin one. Yeah, much. People thought Kingdom Death was weird. You ain't seen anything Mike's printed out yet. Yeah. So, were you, so is it because one of those is fundamentally produces toxicity <laughs> on a massive industrial level? Another one doesn't. One of them will kill a bunny from 400 meters. Yeah. And, uh, one point. Well, the yeah, Chesterless Street one. Chernobyl, they call him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah te- Technically, the, uh, the the resin printers produce uh, a little bit of toxic waste. When you say a little bit, you're saying it in such a way that makes me think it's a lot. Why is that, Mr. B? Because <laughs> uh, it is. Well, everything that you wash your resin in. So quite a bit there. What are you, what what is, hang on, hang on, because, spoiler alert, I'll be saying something similar to you in a minute. Um, but um, what are you washing your resin in? Because Well, I've gone, pro- for wa- I've gone for water-soluble resin. Um, so, so I am washing in water, but uh, you can't put it down the sink. It's got to go. Um, it's got to go to a special site. Right, you know that toxic waste that the various um, <laughs> suspect governments try and sell on the black market, uh, like <laughs> Iran and such like. That's what Michael used to uh, clean wash his well, It has been suggested that what I could do is leave the um, pots with the um, you know the the wash um, the washing water um, out in the sun. Uh, for the resin to set and then just sort of uh, drain off the, uh, the the resin bits that have set in the water. So it I sounds might... a bit like nuclear reprocessing, except in a slightly more back so garden. I'd be expecting you to fil- I'd be expecting you to be filtering and reusing what's left in the bath anyway, and then oh yeah 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 yeah, and then you know washing with I was expecting you to be washing with isopropanol, but um, if you've got water soluble. No, I went for um, water soluble because it's uh, well, a water soluble, but water um, cleanable, washable. Yeah, because uh, the water, the water washable is uh, it's a little bit more expensive, but uh, it's cheaper in the long run because you don't need the alcohol. Yeah, and it's less nasty. There's some okay. plant-based ones coming on the market now as well, though. Sorry, that are uh, that are quite a bit friendlier. Yes. Okay, so I guess for the listeners, if maybe thinking to step into this free world of free love and and not having to bow down to the man, um, what what 
what would they be looking for? Maybe Rob, who actually I know has, spoiler alert, going to be talking about this very subject. So maybe we can compare notes when I get to Rob. But yeah, so you bought a 3D printer and I've seen some of your work, which your little, you did a little battleship thing. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got, I've got any got projects in, in the, on the go. To be honest, I'm going to start the properly uh, doing a Battlefleet Heresy fleet. Okay, cool. Very good. That's kind of a plan for that. And then may and then we'll see see beyond that. Um, okay. It's just you know figuring it out and doing it in a way that uh, isn't daft because uh, you know I don't I don't want to just print any old rubbish. I want to print stuff that's actually going to be useful and isn't just going to be you know any old rubbish because oh, yeah, yeah I can really print this. So no sorry, you don't want to kill all those bunnies for no use. Exactly right. <laughs> If you're going to cause an environmental disaster, you might as well do, yeah. do it for a worthy cause. It's not all that bad. It's just, it's, it's obviously... It's, if, they're um, that toxic, if they're that toxic, I'm going to have a word with a mate who lives near Westminster and I'm going to order him about nine. <laughs> oh, it literally is the runoff. It's just oh. a case of you're, you're really should be disposing of it at a proper council site. Okay. That, that's just it. Uh, not, it's not, not... Not some farmer's field at 2am. Uh, wearing a balaclava <laughs> no but it's, it's it's one of those things where you know you get people who say oh yeah 3d printing is going to replace uh replace uh 40k models and then yeah. it's like mm, is it though is it really considering yeah. how unfriendly that uh that resin printing which is how you get the best quality for models actually is um, yeah, but remember when everybody, well, you probably won't because you're not old enough. I remember when people were looking at getting CD burners and it was like, they're never going to be available to everybody because they've got lasers in them and you'll have people killing each other with them. And that oh, was no, CD no, no. Burners. It's simply a case of right now with the technology we have, I don't see anytime soon laser uh, resin printers being um uh, something that uh, your average Joe is going to be all right with. Oh, I do. Uh, I I I would I would risk a, a lengthy tangent and and disagree with that. Okay, Fair well enough. that's that sounds like a discussion. I love the discussion, particularly when I've got no skin in the game whatsoever. So for the for the arguments for so definitely for another day. I think. Oh, come on, now is the time to strike. I'm, I'm going to be going on to it when I'm talking about what I've done anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. Okay, fair enough. Hey, we actually covered this topic, I believe, a few months back. We did, but that was before two people actually got 3D printers. So maybe they, maybe that may have changed their views. Anyway, go on then, Michael or Rob, rather. Uh, that's that's it for me. Now oh, is it? Okay, cool. So, uh, shall I jump in now go to on, yeah. carry on the conversation? So I, I too uh, jumped on the 3D printing malarkey. Um, not had much hobby progress in far as far as actually continuing with the custodies since the last episode with weird work schedules and, and just life being a does, does your one come with a hazard warning in russian uh, uh, no mine comes with a hazard warning in english oh, okay. um it is uh, it is a resin one and that's deliberately what i bought but i bought a 4k resin one mm-hmm. yeah pre-ordered. yours is like significantly higher end than mine uh, i pre-ordered it's 4K. it 4k how is it okay it's 4k uh print resolution right so basically it prints at the same you know when you buy the new things from forge world now and you can see the print lines in them mm. uh where they've 3d printed the master yeah the 4k printer can print in a resolution where you don't see the print lines okay cool. 
So in theory, well, if there's no in theory about it, I will be able to print things at the same resolution, you know, at a high enough resolution that they will be. If the sculpt is Forge World standard, then the print will, if it, you know, if the print goes well, then Forge World standard. And they are not that expensive. I've got my, I I pre-ordered mine. I sold my copy of Cursed City because I realised I wasn't actually going to do anything with it. And selling that has paid for this new printer. Yeah, Um, you got the curing boxes. uh, Yeah, that was extra. That that wasn't covered by the um, uh, Cursed City funds, but the printer itself. 215. So pretty much 215. What was the, if you don't mind, what was the sort of total outlay? 350. 350, right? But that gives you the ability to print and up to that, a level a of resolution. Yeah. That's a, that, and that's a curing station and washing station as well. Right. So, and that is less than a Porphyrian. It is. So saying that a 3D printing rig is beyond the realms of most hobby, most hobbyists, I no. don't mean in costs. I mean simply in terms of practicality. You know, practicality. That's yeah, what I mean. I see what you mean. So got, getting got all this stuff. Got a loft. Got a shed. It's, I suppose it's the it's the effort involved, isn't it? This is always the thing with technology, right? It, as long as it's a, if it's a lot of hassle to do something, then people probably won't do it. And we kind of saw that with the maybe some of the rigmarole that you, you have to go around back in the day to create a copy of a CD, like you say, before CD burners, right? And it was you needed some technical knowledge. And then over time, it became a, a button click and then everybody was doing it, right? Copying everything. And I guess that's the same with this as a concept, right? You're right. People who go, actually, you know, if I want a particular part, I could either, you know, go to, the, go to eBay. It's going to cost me 15 quid by the time it's got got sent here or i can just get the stl file and print it off myself and that's cool but i guess it's about how easy that is to do and whether it's you know buying a sort of you know, having that you know oh there's 25 or however, however much it's for a set of mark three marines 30 quid nearly you know that as a sort of oh, i can just buy it and it can be here tomorrow or printing something you know from a not a non-copyrighted version of a similar kind of looking thing um would probably not cost you as much but how easy would that to be i.e is it a single side kind of button click you know print there's a reason why amazon and uber and just eat and all those are massive companies now is because convenience is king yeah, absolutely 100 uh, um, so, yeah the, so if the 3d uh, printing the, became super convenient then do you see what i mean it, it could yeah. disrupt the model yeah but until it's, a bit, it's a bit of an it's a bit awkward to use not well not awkward but it's it does require a little bit of skill that uh, for example you've got to support you've got to put in the supports you've got to set it to cure for you know the, to work with your particular resin and your particular printer um because when you get the STL files, it's not a case of you plop it into the printer and there you go. You've got to make sure the file is set for your printer and your supports and stuff. And it's, yeah. It, yeah, there's it, a lot it's, of stuff that's it's, it's, auto, that does auto supporting or you can buy STLs yeah. that are already supported um, yeah. as well. And I mean, to, to, to give an example of something that you do, Michael, so you do your streaming, you know, your mm-hmm. only fans or whatever it is that, you know, that gets people to buy you things. Um, I wouldn't have the slightest clue on how to do that. 
Mm-hmm. I would, and from but from what I've seen in the last week of downloading Chitu Box and Slicer and some of the three D printing software, oh, I use Lightsy Slicer. It's not um, I'd, the first the first few batches of things are probably going to be a bit okay. Click, uh, press, uh, press, uh, save. Uh, okay, we'll give it a go. You know, give it a few months, it'll be like, right, da 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 da, support that, yeah, move that, I'll put that on there, da da da. It's, oh, just, a lear- it's, a, it's just a learning, it's just a learning curve thing. thing. It's um, it's you something that's the- slight advantage as well in the fact that you do work from home, so you can get it, you can run it while it's at home, um, and if there's any problems, you're kind of at hand to rectify those. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be out in the paint shack, so it's not going to be running. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, only to, I'm only going to be running stuff while I'm out there, so I'm not. Yeah. Going did to you do. did you get some resin with your deal as well? No, not yet. No. Okay. So yeah, I guess what we're saying we're kind of potentially on the cusp of a revolution, and like I say yeah. it requires a little bit of a learning curve, which could be a barrier. Currently, could be a barrier for people not doing it. Like you say, if it's a question of, you know. If, you can you know print some of these fantastic models made by other people um as opposed to you know going to get the games workshop and equivalent you know there's a decision to be made there i guess and yeah i mean there's still things that i do want to buy from forge world it's not i'm not doing it to kind of go oh they're not getting any more of my money because that's just not gonna happen they are going to get more of my money but there are things that i want to be able to do myself there's some alternate things it's very rare i don't go into a shop to play none of my local stores welcome heresy at all um in fact they actively discourage it but that's by the by um so i play independent events when i even play um so yeah it's not not so much of a i'm guessing also you know you've got that kind of artisan view particularly around conversions yeah, so I, I like the ability to, to be able to sort of create something or to use something, you know, to add it to your model to give it that kind of look and feel that you're after. That maybe that sort of John Blanche look and feel, you know, like some of the websites that you've um, shown us in the past, you know, require intricate bits of modelling. Oh, right, modelling to... websites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oi, not, not, not that oi. kind of modeling website, Mike. Not that kind. <laughs> I'm not showing you them for free. You can you can pay your <laughs> monthly sub like everybody else. Oh, <laughs> get on to OnlyFans and get me a new graphics card. Right. Uh, so anyway, the, the, the debate continues. I think there's you're right, Michael. There's people who would go, yeah, probably not. Maybe it's a couple of years away, but actually, it seems like it's it's always yeah, getting, to, see, that, I watched a, I watched getting to that point where it's it could be hitting that tipping point. Yeah, I watched a video by Luke's APS, Geek Gaming Scenics, local fella to me. He plays Kings of War. Um, you know, nobody's perfect. Um, but he printed an army in a couple of days. Yeah, but to be um, fair, those Kings of War aren't models aren't all that, are they? When you when you see that when you see right. when you see them close up, they're not shabby. Oh. They're they're a different they're a different aesthetic, but the sculpt. The sculpts aren't bad, and the print for me the important thing was was the print standard mm. was cock on. He was printing them on 4K resin printers, um, you know that he's been given because that's what happens when you've got 150,000 YouTube followers, um, and the print res was absolutely bang on. Wow, okay. and that's and it, his video was you know can you print, can you fully print a, a war gaming army? 
he just happened to pick one for that particular um, system with pre-made and pre-supported STLs from another another company who make an, another third set, different set of rules. Well, he liked the models, printed them out, and yeah, they looked spot on. Really yeah, I think it's I think it's inevitable. It feels like it's we're on the path of inevitability at some point. Whether that whether that kind of singularity event, if you like, happens with a particular reason or a particular technology comes along and it enhances this to the point where it is like a one every, every house had a 3D printer. You know, they won't bother going to the shops anymore. They'll be able to print. You know, oh, I need a new knife. I just print one. Whether we're ever going to get to that point. Who knows? But it feels like we're on the journey there. I want to replicate a light Star Trek. I suppose yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little well, bit yeah, like that, that. that's the aim. Yeah, that's the aim. Mm-hmm. It just takes a bit longer. I mean, you can 3D print food now, for crying out loud. They have um, stuff in labs where they've grown meat and then they 3D print it into like a steak with all the fat and stuff. So that, it's, uh, so that it, it tastes and feels as close to the real thing as possible. Wowzers, we are truly in the age of marvels. Anyway, Enough about the science and technology section. Uh, yeah. Let's. But anyway, an interesting debate. Cool. Let's. We'll keep an eye on this one, folks. And I'm sure, as Rob and Michael, both now full-time members of the 3D printer group, we'll be able to see how things progress over time. Yeah, when stuff well, well, when, uh, when stuff arrives, I'll keep posting up progress of how I'm getting on. Well, I intend to try and build a um a, a Battlefleet Heresy fleet for Company of Legends. So I need to speak to Chris and see if he can knock me up a basic list. You know, just a generalist I'm you, list. I'm glad you added can... a basic list onto the end of that. <laughs> you know, just a, just a generalist list. Oh, this is this. Sorry. Sorry, don't worry. Yeah, nothing that's going to be like rubbish, but nothing that's going to like need loads of specialist ships that yeah. are going to take on or that's going to absolutely rip someone apart. Just like a a generalist, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm. I'm trying to break my entire fleet down into. Um, like four or five fleets that have that same role, so that same purpose at the moment. So yeah, I can. Uh, I'm sure I can send you something at some point. Yeah, just 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 a little list, and then I can and I can see if I can print that up. I'm going to print off another battle barge tomorrow because I've got lots of advice on how to make that print better. Um, that I did, so I, I'm going to print another one off tomorrow, and see how that goes. Yeah. Hoopy. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think that's me then, isn't it? Model, we really don't never, but I have got through anyway. Uh, is it you, Chris? Have you been? You, you, it's up to you, but you can go or I can go. I'll leave it in your, your, uh, your okay. making, uh, oh, I'm making, I'm making decisions all day. Uh, so I did, um, I, this is what I think, cracking was it that long since we last recorded this? Yeah, it really is. Cracky, I, I did my two Titan weapons, pretty sure that wasn't in the last show. They were for the big titan, weren't they? They weren't. They were for, for the, yeah, yeah, they were from a big yeah. titan. So he had the two the double D laser destroyers. Yeah. So yeah. I took those. So I've got those still. But the, I've, I've, Pamela Andersons. The Pamela's. Yeah, a couple of Pamela's, and I got the plasma blast gun thing and the uh, Vulcan Megabolt. So a little more friendly, which means now that the thing's been repainted. Looks pretty decent in comparison, and the weapons aren't, you know, an instant. I'm just not going to bother playing loadout. I should be able to get on a table at some point. Probably and to be fair, they're the best Lorgar if, if if things carry on at this rate. Um, so to be fair, those. they're the best. They're the best looking loadout. They do look good, you're right. Mm. 
Definitely. Um, I then I also painted up a course. Every army should have one. Arcus from my Ultramarines. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's there. And I painted up a Land Raider as well. So vehicles ahoy. I'm kind of done-ish with the Ultramarines. And then I decided that actually I wasn't really done with them because the Recon Company is just so terrible. <laughs> so I've decided uh, to create... To a stick another. an Arcus and a Warhound in there to give them a better pump. Uh, actually, even then. I mean, they are just terrible. Um, I've got... Uh, so I went and bought from... Um, Battle Bunker, uh, some Mark III Marines. So I'm going to create another veteran squad, which means I can do Pride of the Legion rather than the Recon Detachment. And then I can have the Recon Marines still in that, but as support troop choices rather than the compulsory troop choices. So got to get those done. I've, I, do you know what? I still blimmin' hate putting Marines together. I'm kind of hoping in the back of my mind that I'd never have to do another one again. Just, it's, the, just think- it's the arms. The arms Rob- bug me. Rob or Mike will be able to print you fully pre-assembled uh, marines. That would actually what I would pay good money for, frankly, just to have the arms. Because it's always the arms that I just find it such a chew on getting the arms on. Um, so anyway, I've, I basically went through my bits box as well and thought, right, if there's anything that I can make into a marine, now is the time because I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> this is my <laughs> last time that I'm going to create marines, right? So if I do another army, it's going to be bikes or anything, not flipping mark three marines so i basically went through my my, my bits box i think i managed to scavenge enough bits for maybe another four or five marines so i'm going to get those done um i'm going to try and airbrush them which i'll come Ooh. on to in a minute right. you're, you're, you're toy, haven't you? yeah i have and it's a kind of mixed results if i'm honest with you um, practice oh because you've got it outside in the in sort of your um sort of shed area haven't you yeah slightly exposed to the elements and yeah i mean it's, I think it's more the fact that it's um just trying to in my mind i think i should be better at it than i am and i think that it doesn't right. help that the kind of uh this i've got very little room to maneuver in my shed and yeah. that i'm kind of always spraying almost at 45 degrees down so i think i need to kind of build it up have some proper lighting in there uh and you know, get yourself, a, get yourself a bar stool or something, just so you yeah, can, yeah, exactly. So I can actually at the same level as the model and, and and go from there. But I think there's things like, you know, I think I've just about got the consistency of it. I'm still not quite sure how to mix paints well, and I think I might mix them first and then put them into the hopper rather than sort of mix them on the go and go from there. But yeah, it's it's a it's a challenge for me. I kind of feel that if I'm going to do airbrushing, it's not something I do quickly. It's like I'm going to do airbrushing. I'm going to do a lot of it. Uh, and you know because i don't want to keep messing around cleaning the blooming brush every 25 seconds so i'm getting there but i need yeah, more that, practice that's what i tend to do, do do a bunch of the same color all at once yes but i've got some really cool paints that's the annoying thing right is that you tend to, well i've done this anyway i've gone and thought hey, i've got this airbrush awesome this paint looks great it's looks so cool when i airbrush it on and it's like oh god why doesn't it work for me why you know i brought i brought the whole metallic set from vallejo you know so with some lovely metallics in there must be said but um never probably you- use them i'm gonna use one probably gun metal i'm you know i'm worried uh it's uh it's a lovely set and it's that kind of thing i keep looking at these lovely colors and thinking oh i want to do that but what i really want to do is to kind of do gradient 
faded gradients with yeah. touch, you know but, so going from dark to lighter and that really cool airbrush effect that you can you can do that's you can do it with kind of dry brushing and stuff but to do that with an airbrush would look great so have you been practicing on your cartridge paper i really haven't to be honest with you and that's where i'm going wrong i know um, i feel bad but when i'm up in for col in a few weeks time we'll just have we'll, we'll have, we'll have oh, a, yeah that'd be good on the friday or on the monday afterwards and we'll just have a um we'll get a I'll, I'll bring derek the dreadnought up and we'll cover him in different paints and cool oh, i might i might come over for that that'd be good well we've got to get into the shed anyway to get the um the pa system out so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are we gonna might, need it I this might, time no, i might not. see if i can uh get up on the sunday maybe so i work saturday nights but i might see if there's a train i can get on the sunday because I don't work and I don't work Mondays either, so I'll see what I can do on that front to come and join in. All right, cool. Oh, the band all together. Get the band all together. I, m- mm. I might see if you are. I can would ask the old. See if I can if there's a space at the old Mills flop house for you. If you fancy kipping over. Yeah, I'm I'm fully house trained. Uh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Dave would have been taking up that second space, but before, unfortunately. Um, brother Dave can't make it this year, which is a real, real shame. So that'd be quite cool. But anyway, airbrushing still, still a bit of a, you know, it it requires me to sort of gird my loins to do. I've got two rhinos to to paint, and that's yeah, my yeah. next thing. So slow down, you know, get your head in the zone, and yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're right. Patience yeah. is the key. Really. Get all zen, get all zen with it. Not all, not motorcycle maintenance, zen. Yeah, very good. So anyway, I shall continue my journey, and this is probably one for Paint Shack uh, with the airbrush, and see how I get on. But yeah, that would be that would be the plan. So that's that's what I've got up to. So I've paint, not painted a huge amount, it must be said, not not normally, but I'm kind of running out of things to paint. And my next thing to paint is probably going to be the uh, Night Lords, but they're a ways off. So it's just finishing up the Ultramarines. I've got two rhinos to paint for them, which I've bought. You know, you know, bikes have uh, arms, yeah. I want, I'm just gonna buy them. Re- this is actually a question. I don't know. This is one for now. I was thinking about this. What do you guys think? So, bike squads. I don't want to be spending ridiculous loot on the Forge World bikes because they're really expensive, but, and you need a lot of them. I mean, jet bikes or now? I mean, normal bikes, right? Okay. Yeah. I so, subscribe the Chaos Chaos Marine bikes. That's what I was going to say. What do you think? Because I mean, just uh, so maybe, for the, maybe for the hazards, get the Chaos Marine bikes. Put a link in the chat so I can see, because I'm rubbish at finding things on the internet quickly. Whereas Michael's got 19 million tentacles. Ah, uh, okay. Let's go, yeah. Because uh, uh, I wasn't sure if the bikes, the, now things like the bike squad that they've got on there are. Are they the Primaris versions with the, like, the big tyre Judge Dredd versions? Uh, yeah, the Judge Dredd versions are not um, going to work. But no. the, the, there's a generic, well, it's a really old sculpt. I mean, it is ancient. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Um, it's not but, like they do it anymore on um, Games Workshop, though. Are you going to try? Are you going to be finding like 93 yeah. copies oh, of Doom Rider? Uh, where's well, he yeah, put, oh, he put it in the Rider. Skype chat? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh it's an old sculpt, but don't get Tomb Rider, it's a bloody old Oh crocky, that is that's that's flipping mid nineties, that one. Well, I like Tomb Rider in. 
Doom Rider's the the, the um, chaplain on a, on the on the. No, on no, the he's the he's the Slaneshi Demon Prince. Okay. Yeah. He was, um, he was the character they had before um, before uh, Lucius. Oh, honestly, he used to like disappear off the table like mid table, mid game, and it was like what? Why, where's chaos, he gone? I'm like, you see the chaos ones. You've got um, you've got some like flayed skin and stuff on there, I guess. But that sculpt is showing its age. Those chaos bikers. Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking oh, of getting a load of a load of yeah. eBay. To be honest with you, they're, they're absolutely, they're absolutely aging, but but um, they'll do the job. Yeah, I was gonna no, say, so do you reckon if I rocked I up with do those... the bits coming out of the wheel axles, I mean yeah, those no, yeah, chop them off. And I'll pr- probably change the heads for actual helmets. And the backpacks. Rather than the Yeah, and the backpacks. You have to do and that as well, wouldn't I? And the pads. We're, we're oh, gonna end, really? uh, a, we're gonna end up in a triggers oh, brush. Your options are you can do you could do a bunch of stuff to them. To make them really, really, really fit in, but as they are, they are very much, you know, Mark V armor, um, heresy ear. You know, they they fit well in with the heresy era night lords who have who have gone and messed up That's stuff true. and put put flayed skin all over the place. They're gonna be fine, but do you have the option if you get new ones to go that little bit further? You know, add the sculpted shoulder pads, maybe throw on some of the some of the crazy Night Lord helmets with the uh, backpacks on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put those the, Night Lord sorry. helmets on a biker because you know I know Marines have strong necks, but there's a hell of a lot of wind resistance there. Yeah, I'm not. You know, uh, got to be honest. But just you know, you've got lot, you've got options there because they are, you know, they fit. Yeah, I see. Um, what I mean, so yeah, I, those really are. I mean, in fact, I think I've got some. I think there's, I've got, had some of these, Chris, from when you did the Black Legion in your first army. Let's yeah, be fair; some of these are probably older than Chris. These are probably right, actually. I mean, so there's an Black Legion. Yeah. Must be 22 years ago at least. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so what I'm saying is that rather than you know, have to spend a king's ransom at Forge Road for the very nice bikes but there, 20, you could 25 quid for a plastic. It's not for bad. Three. It's not bad, is it? I mean, that's what fifty quid for a squad, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's cheaper than um, trying to do the Space Marine bikes because they'll need a lot more conversion work because they're yeah. very much in Mark Seven armor, whereas yeah. these are straight up. It's Mark Five armor. All right. So I think that might be my my, my way to go. Fair enough. Um, okay, so I might get some of the Forge World ones for the characters. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have some bits mixed in there, but yeah. you know, it's always yeah. good with individuality and characters and stuff. So yeah, you get to drill your exhausts rather than your barrels as well. <laughs> I think, like I said, you, how many barrels do you think I've drilled in my life? You if you don't, if, if you don't drill the exhausts, I will not let it go. Do, do you want to know how how many? <laughs> I shall send you my famous uh, meme. <laughs> With the number of <laughs> Fs what? I give. Is it, I was going to say, is it, is, is, yeah, it, is, see my field. Is, is it behold the field in which I grow my that, Fs and lo, it is barren? That is exactly yeah. the one that I'm going to send you. <laughs> right, okay, so who played games this month? Because I know I I've played uh, Hang on. I've done stuff, but, you know, it's fine. We can just move oh, on. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought, I thought you said you hadn't. No, I didn't say that at all. When did I say that? Oh, <laughs> oh no, Graham went first. Okay, go on then, Chris, go on then. Let's talk. Oh yeah, you did your Titans. 
Yeah, so I, I did my Titans. I got my Legio up and literally running. Uh, so that was good. So because I had a, a game, well, I've had a couple of games with Adam since I think the last time we recorded. I don't think I spoke about the first one and just uh, talked about it. But I can't remember exactly now. So yeah, I got all my um, well, not all. I still got a Warmaster to um, finish off. But yeah, I got one most of my Legio built, which was good. Um, and most of them got to go out and get removed. So it was even better. <laughs> was, it, was it like that sort of? Was it a quick removal or was it something that uh, happened no, over time? We'll, we'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get on to that. Uh, but suffice okay. to say, uh, my dear friend, uh, Mr. Smith, very kindly put a photo on his uh, Instagram of me looking somewhat less than joyful uh, <laughs> um, at one particular moment, and because yeah, but we'll come on to that. Uh, in the games play section, so I did that, and I bought. So I was I was trawling the Games Workshop website as occasionally I do, and I saw the Judgments of Corn box that for some reason had completely passed me by for Age of Sigma, which is like this magic spells nonsense that they do in that game. I don't yes, know what yes, it is. Yes. And there were some cool like floaty bleeding skull things, and I was thinking, well, hey, prayers, hang on prayers, thing. not magic. Oh, oh whatever. So basically the same thing. Um, neither, neither of which you know, uh, interesting. But these um, floaty skull things that have got blood pouring out of their eyes, and I have an inbuilt little splash thing. And I thought, hmm, I need some centerpiece things for my uh, demon arrival points. Yes. So I, I went to uh, when I went to see, play my game with Adam. Went into Dice Saloon. And luckily they had a, a set of these for like 18 quid as opposed to the 20 on Games Workshop website. So picked up one of those and I've just been playing with those actually the last couple of weeks. Very cool. So Yeah, so they're going to be the centerpieces of the blood and then the big blood splash will be the thing that comes out. So that'd be cool. So yeah, so I was happy to, yeah, they'd completely pass me by up until a sort of random look into the chaos section of uh, Age of Sigmar. Cool. Something useful there. But yeah, no, it's been... And then, yeah, it's just been getting things for next month sorted, writing lists for stuff. But, well, yeah, funny. Yeah, I've just realised how little time I've got. Okay, every time you mention it, it sends shivers down my spine. I mean, the missions are all done. They were done ages ago. Let's, let's not talk about it. Let's just... Let's, let's, not, let's, just, let's not going to happen. Okay, cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Games, games played. Yes. So who has played a game? I'm guessing Mr. Ing, have you played any rolled thrown any dice in any I've meaningful played, manner? I played snakes and ladders a couple of times against a little well, bit, but that's about it. How did that go? Was there table flipping? Uh no, but he, he did beat me. Season initiative. Yeah, he did he did beat me. Unfortunately power weapons don't work in snakes and ladders, so I'm useless at it. Of course and of course. You could put a couple of Spartans. You can't take a Spartan up a ladder, can you? So no, no, it breaks breaks the ladder. I am so buying him a uh, a board game. Okay. I've I've seen your house, Michael. Why don't you do the girls a favour and just give him one of the million that you've already got? (laughs) No, no, a specific kiddies board game. Okay. Right, he's got Blood Bowl already. Here we go. Right, there so, is actually a, a, a pirates, uh, kids, settlers of Catan. So, yeah. so uh, Mr. B, playing any games? Nope. I spent 
free i spent 50 percent of the time in the past since we last recorded uh in self-isolation fair enough a, a lot of use of uh, so for a heresy podcast we've got <laughs> zero 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 that's Games pretty much about right though that's pretty much about right and bear in mind graham we are just coming out of covid so it's not been that i, I mean know, I, know, I know i know so okay i i mean i did play a game of actual heresy i played a game in the heresy broader context but um, do you want do you want to go first with your your tales of daring do yeah well i must admit i did decide that when during the lockdown i kind of made a a mental note to myself that I would not give up an opportunity to play heresy or take it for granted. So I've actually been playing quite a lot. Like every week now I have a game. So that's been pretty cool. So I was looking back through the various pictures on the um, edge of empire Facebook page. So we've got, I've got quite a few to go through actually weirdly. Uh, so 15th of June, I've even got them by date now. It was like a whole document. Um, so this was uh, Salamanders I thought right this is me against Lorgar again my kind of new he's the scoria of 2021 for me Uh, you know he's like he must be defeated so anyway once again Tim who I'm playing is a very very good player uh, and also he's got a good list but he's a a very good player Uh, so not to take anything away from his abilities and my lack thereof but I've kind of got got into the habit of not being very good at the game. <laughs> so, you know, making I, I realise that one of the key things that I keep getting wrong and one thing that I always say to other players, you know, when they start off is, you know, make sure you get your deployment right. You know, you can't. It's very hard to, you know, turn a game around if your deployment's wrong. If I remember correctly, we did a whole show on deployment. <laughs> I did a whole I did a whole, did flipping, a whole uh, two hours. Called? Yeah. Dread, dread claw on deployment. And I've forgotten everything I've ever said. So I was like this terrible deployment. So anyway, this time I thought, right, because I have this kind of DEFCON system for my armies now, which I may have explained before. But if I'm playing somebody new, for example, and I've not played them before, I'll always probably take like the solar because they're the, the least, you know, gnarly of my armies, if you like. There's there's nothing in there that's particularly terrible. They're a good fun army to play with and against. So I'll kind of start with them. So they got absolutely trounced. So I thought, okay, okay, you've earned yourself a Deathcon free army in the form of a Salamanders. And this was no slouchy army either, to be fair. This was pretty tough. I hadn't gone for um, our old chums, the, uh, what are they called? Fire, 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 yeah, fire Drakes. Mm-hmm. I'd gone for Pyroclass, but I had in there such delights as um, my quad launchers. I had the Achilles with the quad launcher. I had my uh, super heavy um, Macarius with the Vulcan Megabolter. You know, no no slouch either. Um, I had a Land Raider full of Pyroclasts. Two um, uh, Rhinos with just tactical squads in for the troops. And, you know, I had a, my, my fairly, fairly uh nails hq choice the um whatever his name is the the one with the ap2 hammer that's an initiative and his eternal warrior so uh the s- priest yeah i can't remember his name but his lord yeah that's the fella um but anyway so not a, not a slouchy list right pretty 
you know that super heavy was is a is a is a tough cookie uh 15 shots strength 6 ap3 doesn't move that's 30 shots and i was specifically after the last time thinking right this is me going up against those flipping um gal vorbeck because they have caused me no end of bother um they are no slouches. So Tim's, like I say, a very good player. He's got uh, he has a world leaders and militia kind of combo. Uh, he's got Lorgar, with the you know the exalted Lorgar, with um, a big Galvorback squad, like a big squad of them. Um, one of them, the sergeant on that's got a power fist, so he's a strength ten power fist. So again, something to watch out for. Two wins each. They've all got five plus demon save, but inevitably they get buffed down to a four plus when um Lorgar just has his psychic running powers for free um so a really quite a tough unit so i kind of positioned myself in the wrong place i was thinking i'll take the fight to him probably a mistake i watched it and i just sit at the back and wait for the inevitable gal vorback charge and then just unleash hell but of course i didn't want to play that way i wanted to play like a corn berserker as i always do so you know i drove everything forward and it got absolutely smashed to bits by lorgar who is literally unkillable because what <laughs> of squad of sisters that's what you need and he's well basically you're right if he fails any of his psychic power so what tim does is um in the first turn, he gives the squad levitation. So they're not in a Salamat, they're not in a Spartan or anything, they're just out in the open. But levitation means that in the psychic phase, they act like they've got a jump pack. So they kind of move in six and run, and then um, I think then another 12 inch move on top of that, turn one. And then they can, I think they, I'm not sure they can run after that. Um, but anyway, the thing is that they're lining themselves up for a turn two charge. And they're kind of right on your doorstep at that point. You know, he's managed to get Lorgar dead quick across the board. And the thing is, Lorgar's also got two other psychic powers that are great. One of them is it gives the whole squad a four plus invum. Super useful. And the other one, of course, is putting precognition on himself, which means all of his saves, invulnerable saves, hits and I think wounds, but I could be wrong. I mean, it might not be wounds. They all get re-rolls. So Lorgar's on a four plus invum that's re-rollable. So you know, even if you absolutely spanner the living bejesus out of him, you need a huge number of shots to take him down. And you need a huge number of AP2 shots to take him down because obviously he's, he's saving on two pluses, re-rolling two pluses. So one's re-rolling. You're just not going to get through him. So that's the situation as it was. I mean, it's a very close game. It was it was a huge amount of fun. But once again, Lorgar just took me to bits uh, with his, you know, incredibly useful squad of evil another good thing that um uh, tim does is he's got a big squad of ogrins mm. with um power axes which i think is a great combo that you can do with a militia right because you know each one of those is on three wounds they're toughness five and they've got an ap2 weapon which is you know great you know they, they are something to worry about yes they've got a slow initiative but so they might as well go initiative one rather than going initiative two or three or whatever they go at you're always going to go after marines anyway but they're quite survivable and there's a lot of them again so even with like a few heavy bolters you're not going to get rid of too many of them um so yeah really good army the militia as well actually you know just the grenadier squads because you can put a couple of plasma guns in there or a couple of melt guns they're not to be laughed at either you know they are dead useful um so 
really strong army. And of course, he has got one, and he has only got one uh, Medusa um, with the whatever it is, breach shells. Rob's yeah. favourite. Only one of them. What, what, I know, it's what, really what, nice. What, what's wrong with the other eight? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he's just got the one, but that's all he needs, right? And that's a great weapon. Ranged, armour, bane, strength 10. Uh, it's It takes some dodging. But anyway, long and short of it is, uh, good army, great game, really well played by Tim. And once again, I lost. So this kind of has been escalating. So I thought, well, okay. Anyway, the week after that... Um, Tim wasn't about, so I had a game um, with my world eaters against some space wolves, uh, which had both Angron and Russ on the field of battle, which was a huge amount of fun um, against Paul. Um, really, uh, I like playing against space wolves with world eaters because it's just a just a game of carnage, basically. Um, so yeah, it was a good match. I think I won in the end. I think I actually managed to kill Russ, but it was because I think I'd managed to get through Russ's bodyguard before he could get through Angron's bodyguard. Mm. Makes any sense. So, yeah, so that was, it basically came down to who can get their bodyguard out of the way so first. Angron supercharged himself up by killing the boyfriend squad. Um, I mean, he only, get, only gets one um, extra attack if he if he's the last person to land the blow. Um, so it's not, doesn't happen too often, to be honest with you. By the time him and Russ were together, it was after about turn two turn three anyway and it was just a slug fest from there but both got high weapon skill you know they're fairly evenly matched um you know russ yeah. is a toughie to get through which sure. minus one to hit you've done well there though. yeah 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 so but i think he's his weapon skill is better than russ's weapon skill i think russ is nine yeah i think yeah anyway either way it was still forced to hit and he was doing that perfectly fine so he has hatred so i suppose for first round only he was re-rolling but yeah, managed to take Russ out, which I was very pleased about, and to think of you as I was landing the killing blow. Thought you were You're always on his thoughts, isn't it, Robert? It's, 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 it's true to, to the fluff. Rob. There's that. There's that bit. There's that story where the wolves are sent to rein Angron yep. in. And it's exactly that. Angron's exactly got that. Angron's got Russ on his knees, and then Russ just says, "Turn round." Yeah. And Angron's so. realised he's completely on his own. He's surrounded by guys pointing plasma at him. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, it was good fun. It was a good fun game. Um, thoroughly enjoyable. And it's always a good challenge to go against Space Wolves. And then the week after that, uh, we were back in Lorcar territory. So this time I thought, right, okay, okay, what's Defcon kind of? What's a Defcon two army for Lorgar? Uh, and that involved a um, Salamanders and Mechanicum to try and stop the arch heretic this was three and a half thousand points uh yeah that didn't work so <laughs> so that kind of put that into a cocked hat as well so even with and this was salamanders using um fire blah, fire drakes as well now i did forget of course that my hq has got eternal warrior so he kind of died after one wound when he should have done but it wouldn't have made a huge amount of difference in the in the way things were going because once again you know, the old Gal Vorbach got the job done. Um, the deep striking, um, he's got a Leviathan, actually, with the uh, melter cannon thing, multi-melter cannon thing, whatever it's called. Cyclonic um, melter one. Yeah, and that, actually that is pretty effective. Because I very, I, you know me, I don't put um, armor ceramite on my armies as a rule, um, unless it's like a super heavy. 
Um, um, I wasn't going to just tailor my army because I knew it was coming. So I thought, I'd, you know, I'd try to write this more generic or what I'd normally play regardless. Um, but yeah, he just kind of pick his target with the Leviathan and just rock up and, and knack it, basically, with all that melter. But I did try and use the one trick that did kind of work and did give him pause for thoughts is using the, uh, I think they're called, is it... Uh, ocular, whatever they ocularis, something that you can get. Oh, the cyber to. ocularis. Yes. So they basically, they're really cool because they give any mechanicum unit within three, or model rather, within three uh, interceptor. So I kind of put them on my. So I, this was this army I had the two um, tank hunters, whatever they're called. The, the Krios. Val, yeah, Krios Venators. Venators. Venators, yeah. So the Krios Venators. I didn't have. Um, the Volterax that was later um, I had some Phalax I had uh, a big squad of uh, the Ursarax because I figured the strength 10 power fists against the Gal of Warback doubling them out which is what I wanted to try and do didn't quite work out like that but anyway same again once again Lorgard was just there taking all the hits laughing at me so I was like okay this is it we, we're on to we're on to the end game here so whew Okay, still with me? Nobody's fallen asleep yet? No, no, not yet. Still with you. Okay, 14th of July. That was Battle Bunker Heresy Night. Um, I told you, I'm not, I'm not, there's no stop in the Heresy train now, I'm on it. Uh, but uh, to be fair, I didn't actually play in that one. I just organised it because there were 12 people on a Wednesday night in Sunderland, which I think is pretty damn good, you know, um, for a, people sort of growing the numbers there. But uh, yeah, six, six tables is pretty damn, damn fine of heresy of a, of a night so people we've been playing the, the thramus campaign uh, in book nine which works really well actually uh, it's quite an easy thing to organize and the mechanics work quite well um so we need a little bit of just uh, a little bit more thought from my end to make sure people know what they're doing but ultimately it's going really well um traitors are winning and i've changed this i've written some story for it as well i can write a story for that weirdly and um, just to tie it in with the cumbria legends main storyline um, just to have it in and around the same kind of bit of the universe. So that's cool. And yeah, only two more. Finally, right, so this is where we're kind of, we are definitely at DEFCON 2 with, with Lorgar now. So I rolled out my full Mechanicum list. So this is the one with the, in fact, this was 3,500 points. So not only did it have it have a Knight Atropos, it also had a Knight Gallant. So I used a Knight Household as a, um, uh, Ally. Ally. Mm. So had all the Volturax, had the two Venators, had all of the Phalax in the universe, had the Ursarax, had a tooled out Arch Magos. I thought I was, yeah, this time I thought to myself, this time you're going to go the journey, Lorgar. He didn't. He didn't. No, that's true. But I did win the game, um, but I didn't didn't take out Lorgar. I did manage to take two wounds off him this time, though which I was very pleased about, which is about the first time I've done that. So I had to seriously up my game. I mean, he went through the knights, weirdly enough, just folded to the Galvor back. Yeah, with strength 10, aren't they? Well, I mean, even not with the strength 10, right? They're strength 5 rending, and they get so many attacks that you don't need too many to get through a knight. You know, it's only armor 13, really. I think it was sixes and fours he needed. Um, and he had just a ton of attacks, re-rolling, 
because he had a centurion in there, not centurion, you know, a chaplain in there, you know, and you only need six whole points taken off the thing and it's done. And it just went through the, the night gallant like it didn't exist. The Atropos managed to survive with one whole point, um, but actually was completely useless in combat. Couldn't hit for Toffee and the D weapon just did a normal hit, which he then four plus saved because it's just a normal invulnerable save. So sort of, you know, you're fishing for sixes really with that thing. Um, but what it did do, which was very amusing, at least from my point of view, was the stomp is lethal. Mm. Uh, because, you know, it's basically, there's the template. If you roll a six, anything under that template, it's all, it's just gone. And if I put the template on top of Blooming Lorgar, like I should have done, he would have been gone. Instead, it took out like three Galvor back just from stomping on them. So, yeah, lesson learnt there um, with that knight. Don't go up against things with a lot of attacks that can actually damage you. Lesson <laughs> number one. But anyway, I did manage to win. It was, um, I can't remember the mission where you have to get into the other person's deployment zone um, with a scoring unit. And I actually had um, my... Not uh, Arvis. My oh, my counts as Arvis lighter, but it's the um, Mechanicum um, Omnithopter thing. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I won the game. But it was felt like a, a pyrrhic victory, if you see what I mean. It just I just wanted Logar gone, and I still haven't managed to do that. Anyway, we stepped back from sort of complete annihilation because next up from there is probably the Iron Warriors with um, Keir Valen. You know, with all of the, like we said, I think you mentioned in the last episode, all of the siege terminators you can throw. But we've decided to step away from that inevitable hell, and we're going to have a couple of militia games going forward. Um, but the final game I had was last night, just off the presses. This was against uh, Christian. So Christian uh, saw me and, um, sorry, saw Tim and I playing the week before, and we were having a good laugh. And I think. Christian was coming over and we were talking and we were talking about the old games we used to play and how much fun we had. I think he kind of thought, actually, you know what? I kind of miss heresy a bit. He kind of walked away from it. So this week we had a two 2000 point game. Um, he has no tanks. So I, so, so like, okay, there's no vehicles allowed. It's just troops. So just troops with, you know, support squads um, and all the rest of it. So anyway, I rocked up with a shattered legion of ultramarines and salamanders. Um, I had some recon guys in there. I had some veterans in there. I had some uh, pyroclasts and some tactical marines. Um, and a, sort of one, uh, what's it, Praetor Tribune, the, the one with the two-handed um, paragon blade in oh, yeah. Tartarus armor. Oh, yeah. yeah the he, was, he was a HQ. And then I had a tricked-out um, ultramarines HQ with a paragon blade and a power fist, that classic combo. And of course, he'd brought Alpharius, which I wasn't expecting. So it was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Anyway, it was an absolute slaughter. I just decided to to take the fight to him, um, try to get something onto onto the objective. It was a shatter strike, you know, so where you have to get to the single objective in the other person's deployment zone, uh, which I nearly did, but I just didn't have any troops to make it land because they got whacked. But um, yeah, Alpharius is a is a monster, and not just because he's a great praetor in combat or anything, but that um, preferred enemy everything is an incredibly good buff for a whole army. It just means that everyone is rerolled, and uh, yeah. that was, you know, that that ta- that's uh, 
that's pretty tough, you know, particularly when people are rolling, you know, a load of plasma shots and thinking it's going to, you know, definitely gets hot. It's like, yeah, but I'm going to re-roll it. And it's like, oh, no, or melter guns, you know. It's just like the rule of a melter is if you roll a dice for a melter, you are going to get a one. That's the golden rule, right? Uh, but, of course, you can re-roll it second time around. doesn't happen. But it was things that he did. Like, I charged his squad, his melter gun squad. And I think he had 10 men magical squad. I was charging with the pirate class. I think he rolled three, four sixes from six dice for the overwatch. And it's like, oh, crikey. So it's like four dead. But then to be fair, later on, he tried to charge um, Alpharius against my Praetor and he needed a three and he got a double one. So, you know, horses for courses. So, yeah. So I've been playing a lot of heresy, as you can tell. I have. Keep keep the flag flying for heresy. That's Making up a lost time, old boy. There we go. So that was it. So hopefully more more shall continue. Uh, and what about yourself, Chris? You said you played something adjacent. Yeah, so I played a game of um, I played a couple of games of Titanicus against Adam with Sid. Um, uh, the first game was yeah, it must have been June time, um, and that was. A, a fairly convincing victory for me, but that was the first time Adam had uh, sort of unleashed the War Master um, to limited effect on that occasion. Mm. But we played Monday before the one just gone um, down at Dice Saloon. The first time we'd kind of been down there, it was nice to see it, cause it was really busy as well for an evening. All the most of the tables were full, um, which was good. It was nice to see everyone out sort of yeah. so and stuff again so that was that was always encouraging we're in the, in the center of the room playing with our our big giant robot see i had so we did two thousand pound two thousand point game um and adam and sid split the army between them so sid was controlling adam's war master um adam had uh here two warhounds and a warlord um making up his sort of part of the part of the army and i was rocking a uh, couple of warlords, uh, Warbringer, and some warhounds and a reaver. Um, for you know, just get as many. I th- I I thought that you know volume of fire would be my friend, and it started off really promising. Um, you know, the first couple of turns were sort of comfortably going my way. I was like, okay, I've got this. So we were having to, we were playing the mission where you have to um hold the objective at the end of the game and the the army with the biggest number of um scale around it at the end wins um and also had another objective where i had to destroy two of his titans so i chose aurora bellum which is his warlord um which is adam's favorite and one of the warhounds because i thought a warhound's a comfortable one to to novel um and that was fine i got rid of the war warhound but that um there is there is some hoodoo on uh, Aurora Bellum, I've decided. I'm not sure Adam has painted it in. I suspect it may well be <laughs> coated in the blood of innocence. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, at one point it was basically facing down a fairly comfortable gun line. And then about a, a turn, maybe t- two turns later, my fairly comfortable gun line had managed to Im- basically implode uh, upon itself due to oh, the, the dice gods going, no, Chris, no, this no. is not going to work out for you. It all started to go wrong. I think it was turn turn three, I think, yeah. Turn three, where I forgot to do a first fire order 
um, against Aurobellum, and then that same warlord decided when I pushed the reactor to have a um, machine spirit issue and decided to step forward six inches right into kill zone of Mr. Chucking out plasma for fun Warmaster, literally right in front of it. And um, yeah, that went about as well as <laughs> as it was going to be expected to be. Uh, so that got swiftly removed. Um, and then sort of a tr- tr- little uh, ambush around the side, little warhound, just to sort of take off some shields against the uh, Aurora Bellum, just to, you know, because I already cleared the warhound at this point, and there was 10 points available to me, basically, if I killed both of them. So, you know, I, though I couldn't, I didn't have anything bigger than the war master on the table, and I didn't think it was going to get there in time to uh, interfere with the objective realistically now that one of the warlords was dead. So it basically just became focus on killing Aurora Bellum. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's going well. I mean, Warhound died because, you know, that's what Warhounds are going to do. But when you're there and you're facing, you know, you're, your warlord is there looking pretty a, a, a little bit hot at that point in time but then with a plasma cannon uh you roll three ones push the reactor past itself causing itself critical damage and basically <laughs> making it a much much easier target to be destroyed in 10 seconds um you know that's that's the kind of situation i was in um the dice gods just literally decided Dependent, yeah. Yeah, it was basically time to pour down my trousers and, and uh, have, <laughs> have some fun of their own. Um, yeah, and it just kind of went went wrong from there uh, onwards. It was good fun. I mean, it always is. It, as I said, uh, there, if you go on to Instagram and look up uh, Adam's uh, noise minis, uh, yeah, he did kindly he did take a photo and put it on Instagram of me looking. Yeah, unimpressed is uh, it's, 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 it's a face that you're, you know, that Graham will certainly be familiar with. <laughs> certainly be familiar with. In fact, a, a good number of people will be familiar with. But <laughs> Mark you know, Frost. Well, yeah, Mark, Mark Frost certainly seen it. But yeah, now that now it's banned onto a, a a wider uh, a wider audience of me just ruining ruining bad dice. But it was good fun. Oh, yeah. It was nice to get all my 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 legio out there because i'm doing a uh not a, a, a book a book legio i've gone off off piece with my slightly jazzy disco armor your uh, legio disco, legio disco. Yeah. but yeah i've got a, a theme for them so they're gonna be sort of every right so every right arm that can be is going to be a plasma weapon so the warhounds will all have plasma on their right arm the warlords will so i want that to be kind of their their thing so that was quite good but it's nice to get them all down and yeah we've got some more games sort of post county legends yeah nice yeah yeah it's been good it was good fun i need to get, i need to get a game with dave because i know dave's been working on his titans um so that'd be good fun to lose to him too and have him take a photo of me and put it on his instagram i'm sure <laughs> kind of become a, it's going to become a theme now it's like if you beat chris you got to give his, yeah. I, his, his, his his despondent look. Despondent, despondent face, yeah, exactly. I didn't do that. No, you didn't do that, but you just bring it up every so often. So. Oh, well. <laughs> 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 uh, 
he's not he's not bitter. No, not much. More Guinness. Okay, so there we go. Games were played though. Games right, were played. Yeah. Indeed, they were. Nice. Okay, okay. what's next? What's, uh, what's the plans for next month? Oh god, yeah, next month. <laughs> Company of Legends. That is my all my plan for this for the next four weeks. I think I might uh, try and paint those uh, Volkite weapons for the um, Titanicus. Are you going to use them though? That's the thing. Yes. Uh, okay. Because you might not use them in a game of Titanicus. You might use them in some special alone time. Just sat staring at them, but he's going to use them. <laughs> He's giggling because he's like, yeah, that's a good yes, idea. That's exactly right. Busted. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I, I used some Volkite the other day and was marginally impressed with it, Mr. B. Uh, Actually, it was, ropes. I was, I was, I used it with the Moriax, you know? They yeah, had a nice right. Volkite gun. And that was actually pretty damn handy, got to be honest. It's yeah, actually, okay. their Volkite is AP4, I noticed. Which I was like was a bit surprised about. So most Volkite is AP five, right? Yeah. In fact, it's one of the few golden rules. I'm pretty sure that the Volkite on the Moriax, and I'll just double check Battlescribe as we speak. At least that's what I might have dreamt it, of course. Was actually AP four. I believe you're correct. So that was pretty good against, um, you know, things like militia and ogrins because it could just rip through them but yeah it's the moriax were a good unit actually i'm quite impressed with them i'm looking forward to getting mine on a table at some point since i've had the damn things for over a year they're not bad i this did actually bring up an interesting rules question which i've since explored which was when um lorgar and his and his band of merry marauders was charging the knight the Moriacs have a rule that they can kind of shoot you. And the Grusso protocols. Yeah. If you're charging any knight, they can just shoot you and still shoot the next turn, unlike, you know, like Interceptor or something. But the question that was that was quite interesting was that at the beginning of the charge move, okay, there was a bit of terrain that was blocking the line of sight. So the Moriacs would couldn't see the unit that was charging at the beginning of the charge move though that unit could see the knight so it was a question of because i can't see them now but as soon as they go like two inches the other way i will be able to see them can i still shoot them yes mm-hmm. i went no because because yes, because they, they, they you shoot them during the charge it doesn't well, stay you just that's just it right it you doesn't don't. stay when so it says you have to obey all the rules for sh- normal shooting attack Normal shooting attack would mean that they're out. You can't see them to be shot at. Because I did. I'm mean, right, Rob. I, I thought this was curious as well. So I looked at the Overwatch rule. Does the pyroclasts have two options? They can either fire a normal kind of template flamer, strength five, or they've got a short melter. range melter. But that melter is actually, I think, like six or seven inches. It's really short range. Yeah. So does that mean if a unit is more than six inches away when it starts the charge that they can't overwatch with those weapons because they're technically out of range? And now I don't know. I think you'd have to say, yeah, because it's like a normal shooting I would, attack. I would say if they're out of range, that's different. To, because that um, 
that rule, you, I think you've got to you've got to look at it more like the intercept special yeah, rule. Because <laughs> like if because with intercept, not that I've got that much experience, doesn't it? If as soon as a flyer comes within range on its as part of its movement, that's when you take the shot. No, you shoot shoot it at the end of the, all the movement phase. Oh, end of all its movement. Yeah, so that's why, like, if you drop a drop pod down, for example, and then a squad jumps out, you can shoot the squad oh, yeah, that jumps out. Because yeah. it's at the end of the movement phase. It's not as soon as the drop pod lands, you know, before anybody's jumped out. So, yeah, I'm, I, it was just one of those ones I was like, ooh... Does it? Do in that case, then looking at it that like, way, then do you take the shot on? once the charge is once the charge is finished? Well, then you right. can't shoot into combat, but then you yeah. kind of can because it never counts as being in combat because it's super heavy. Or can you so, shoot them at any point along their traversal from I, A to I, B? I would have said at any point along the traversal. Well, well people listening to the show, let us know what you think because it's it's a little bit of a grey one, and we love a grey area on this show. That sounds all kinds of wrong. Just anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Okay, yeah, moving into the State of the Union. Okay, I'm gonna no, just. Uh, wait, we're, not, we're not done our commitments for next week, for next month. Apparently not. No, okay, let's we'll do that then. Okay. Actually, I tangented. I tangented. Brain tangented. Okay. I did. I, I done. What I said I was going to. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Rob? What are you going to do next month? Uh, I'm going to finish refurbing the paint shack. Oh, yes, because uh, you started that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was a bright has, idea, wasn't it? Has, has Nick Knowles turned up yet with his team of merry men? Sadly not. I wish he would. No. Um, yeah, I've been building I've been building walls and things today and um, cobbling together partitions out of um, whatever I had spare to try and keep woodworking dust away from miniatures because it's not ideal. So more of that will continue tomorrow and over the next month fantastic okay so what we'll do now is we'll move into um state of the union i guess i'm just creating more ultramarines didn't we already ask you i don't think so no he, he, no he led us on a tangent didn't he we've, yeah we've just become immune to his voice at this point I, i've just done too much to talk in that space what it is i understand us on to a tangent about um about volkite volkite and range of volkite and okay. the like. Alright, right. Stay the Union then. Okay, so now it's everyone's favourite part of the show, or second favourite. It's time for us to meander meander down the lesser tread pathways and see what the state of the union is. Uh, Yeah, I think we'll start with Chris. Yeah, so we uh, we got some exciting uh, news insofar as we got a first look at um, Argul Tal, an actual Forge World model for said character. Um, which was, I mean, I, I really like him. I think I do too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See the controversy that he is missing one key piece of war gear. Um, you see what's he missing? He's yeah. a guardian spear. Yeah, he should have a custodian's guardian spear. <sighs> Curses. As as I said at the time, 
I've got plenty spare. I look forward to uh, milking the Argyltal community for all that they're worth uh, yep. by charging ten, fifteen pounds uh, for special Argyltal uh, Guardian spears. Just for the people in the community, community out there, I'll do mine for a fiver. What's he got? Has he got? Um, has he got like a power? It's like he's got a um, lightning claw. Yeah. Well, we don't know. He's never had. He's not got a profile. He's yeah. just got big hands. Is it, oh, is it, he's not got. He's not got a profile. Nope, he's not a not character in the in the game. Who's the other one? Who's oh, that? Sal Sal Gorbak or Yeah, oh, I was getting the two confused. Right. Because I'm surprised there aren't two models for him. Yeah, but, the sort of pre and post Galvorbackers in this. Yeah, because he flicks between the two, even when he is yeah, Galvorbacked. He he in between. Fighting. It's the demon form, and you know he's he's like Power Ranger mode, isn't it? It's that kind of yeah, basically. I, I mean, he's got a power picture. He can fly. He can fly. I mean, he's got the, wings. The, 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 there's also the model of him dead as well, which I'm waiting for. <laughs> so. Oh no, 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 no! Don't you? <laughs> well, I think you've hit a raw you nerve there with, all, with, you with the bearers. with the I um, know with the church. I don't want him dead. No, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, well, you, well the, the, the somebody that you're quite keen on that you should probably have a word with then. Well, Erebus, yeah, he, he's a dick. Exactly. Steady. Such language. You've not been tolerated on this podcast. But he is a dick. Okay, so <laughs> where... Bricks, Wheaton's Law, every single time, that Erebus he, fella. I think that's a great looking figure, even though he has taller uh, an ultramarine and a half. But I still think he's a damned fine-looking Yeah, but look, that, is, that, that Ultramarine free. is in Mark II. You can get res in Mark II. You've just got to buy the Argyltal model and put it back together. Yeah, the arms might be push, tricky. Push his organs back in, because they're all spewing over the place. <laughs> yeah, but but don't nobody can say that you can't get res in Mark II, because you can. It's there. It's just there. On that. Anyway, I think it's a cracking feet up. That's Forge World mocking us slightly. Uh, yeah, a little basically. bit of a trolling by them. Yeah. Use your mark two. We killed it. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, the model looks cool. Could be Galvorback stats with a potential. If they do the rules for him, it will have one sort of shoe, either a jump pack or something. See the actual size of him because he looks pretty big in comparison to the remains of that ultramarine. That's a yeah, forty. That's a forty. There's a forty mil base he's on. Yeah, yeah. He's a big boy. It's almost like demon. Demon Prince-esque or Mini Demon Prince-esque? It's sort of it's a bit smaller than Demon because that's Demon Prince is on a fifty or sixty, mm. sixty million, sixty million. Yeah, yeah. but he he's easily far taller than a marine. Yeah, yeah. Like, or not not double, but he's not like to the head. Yeah, it's, not like quite two, it's like a third again, or maybe more. Yeah. Um, here's a question: Could you could you if you didn't have any rules for him and you bought him and then decided not to put any rules out for him, do you reckon you could swizzle him into a Demons of the Ruin Storm as a non, you know, although he does like a word bearers all over him like? Yeah, you could have him as a, a um, champion. Uh, mm. Word, I can't remember what the right word is. Um, chosen. Cho- yeah, that's the word. You could have him as a chosen, or um, you know, a couple of options if you wanted to, and you know, perfectly. Perfectly fine, and he may well, you know, once we see his rules, you never know. There may be some crossover that they put into it. I really we... like the model, I've got to say. The more I look at it, the more I think, hmm, word bearers. But that's just because Lorgar has intrigued... transfixed me. I'm intrigued about the back of him, 
I want to see if his back, because the wings look like they come out of where the vents would be. Yeah, they are. Back. So I want to see if that, mm. if you, some of the um, the power unit is sort of still there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether they've perfect, whether they've just sort of scrapped it into a natural um, shaping, mm. or it's that cracked, because all that little bits of cracked armor and stuff looks really cool. It's gonna be a nightmare to paint because you've got little bits of tubing sort of morphed into the Mm-hmm. In flesh and stuff so good luck yeah. Yeah, good luck with that yeah you're right and that the armor itself is cracked as well isn't it looking at it yeah it's lovely model is that okay. surprised he's not bareheaded but then i suppose at the end he can't take the helmet off can he i'm not glad he isn't I, I like a no i'm not going to say that i like ah. a, oh, great. i like I, I like i like a helmed you like, like it you like it a bit of um, noggin protection. That's what you yeah. like. You, you like you, you like helmet, do you, Graham? That, that was the one I was trying to avoid because of its obvious childish Finbar Saunders esque association. You brought me in for a reason. <laughs> okay. So moving on. Yes. So Warhammer Plus was unveiled. What is Warhammer Plus? You may ask. Oh. And according to my yeah, because I haven't got a flipping clue. And it's going to be interesting, apparently. So original animations, in-house Warhammer TV shows, digital vault of classic publications and white dwarf issues, full access to an app for the Age of Sigmar and the 40K, and a free miniature every year, which we could potentially use as absolutely nothing whatsoever because we don't have assassins, Mr. B. But it's a nice-looking assassin anyway. Yeah, as I found out when I submitted what might be my next project, and I went, this would be cool, and I got accused of being Antipodean because I had an assassin in there. Yes, you can use... Brilliant. Because you can't use assassins. You can use them with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember either of us saying that he was, you know, from the subcontinent. No, but, uh, but Rob said, oh, I've got... Is it a subcontinent? Okay, no, the confusion came from the the rules that I gave Rob for the tank he wants to use, as in that rather nice compilation of old rules that yeah. those, those nice Australian chaps put together. In there is included is the old 7th edition rules for assassins. So Rob was like, oh, okay, cool. So if you can use a Malkador, you can use an assassin. And it's like, it doesn't quite work like that because the Malkador had rules that the were Forgeworld-based rules. Yeah, yeah sorry. Macarius had rules that were Forgeworld rules and you can use them as part of that phanapoly of war or whatever it's called. The assassins never have had that same treatment. Anyway. Damn it. Yeah, good good try though. It's not a good try. Of course, if we you know were going to at one point go out on a on a limb and decide to use the more of our rules, then you know if you're a fair game there, my old mucker. Uh, they yeah, still have it. um the, the the one of the painting shows is going to be presented by um uh, Louise Sugden. Um, I don't know if you've seen her crazy uh, Zinch stuff around. Um, she was the one who did the other month the um. The, the Zinch Demon under UV light. No. Yeah. 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 You're talking to people who don't do the Twitch, I think. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I've completely got a clue what you're talking about. She's, she's, on, to be, she's on Instagram. Don't do that either. But other than Age of Empires. I follow her on Twitter. You what, Chris? I follow her on Twitter, so I know what Mr. B is. Uh, okay. I did, I did oh, see, yeah. even I, in my kind of fairly... 
um, echo chamber view of social media saw the UV light Zeech demon things and very cool they were too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you're gonna you're gonna sign your life away to this. I'm assuming that question will be directed to Mr. B. Well, Mr. B's going to obviously. Well, I already have the 40k <laughs> app. Okay. Uh, which Stop is trying to justify it, Mike. No, no, you know you're going to subscribe. It's 199 for the 40k app. Yep. I already have the AOS app, which is currently 99p a month, and I imagine that's going to be 199. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to be paying two pound more for the rest of it. You, you had me sold there. Well done. Good justification. So um, I'm, I, I'll give it a try. And to be fair, after your first year, you get that mini, one of those minis. You do. So it's Probably not pays that bad. For yeah. Well, not quite, but yeah, if you're using the Sigma and 40k app, then yeah, it probably does, right? If you, with the with the with the model you as know, well. If you, if you watch all the original animations and the in-house TV shows, see that's interesting because I, I I know that Mark Strong wants to play Eisenhorn, so that could be where. I think for Eisenhorn they go with a proper studio. Yeah, I think yeah to that, be maximize the market. Whereas um, they've got a bunch of animations, which, to be honest, they actually don't look that bad. They look pretty decent, far better than um, what we had with uh, Ultramarines, the movie. Ultramarines, the movie is one of the worst things ever put to disc. I know, but it's absolutely hilarious if you just put it on with drinks. And that is infinitely better than Ultramarines, the movie. Sorry, what was that? I said I, I'm a big fan of Lobster Man from Mars, which was a terrible uh, uh, B movie. Um, <laughs> it from was the, from the 80s. Yeah. And I've not seen that. I feel it, I need to download that. It's got um, Tony Curtis in it, so you know it's <gasps> a product. And um, that is better than Ultramarines the movie, and it is ropey, but has a certain charm to it. I it don't doesn't know if you take can get much it. to be better than Ultramarines the movie, but it. it if you if you if you got some beers, it's not that bad. Lobster Man from March from Mars, by the way, forty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And let's and just see what it's like. Ultramarine. Let's do a quick little kind of Google off here. I can't it's got Tony Curtis in it. It's got the great yeah. Leslie in it. Yeah, it's 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 a very good film. It's a good fun little film. Um, but it, it oh, it's you're not wrong. Well, there's not much in it, mind you. So, uh, Ultramarines are one of forty. 40,000 movie only gets 39% on Rotten Tomatoes so you're right. Really? No, that's got to be that's got to be rubbish. It's no way it's that high. It's got 5.6 out of 10 from IMDb. Let me just go back to Lobster Man and see. There's <laughs> no way that some that, that 39 oh, Would you believe it? Would you Adam and Eve it? The Ultramarines movie scores more in IMDb than Did Lobster vote? Man from Mars. How many votes? I wouldn't be able. I'm betting the production company who did it have um, <laughs> have been doing yeah. that because no yeah. way. Ultramarines the movie is terrible. I mean, it, as I said, it's all right if you've got some drinks or you literally have nothing else to put on. You like because I mean, it's got uh, it's got some great voice actors. Just a shame the script is terrible and the animation. John Hurt's there, isn't he? Yeah, John Hurt, um, Sean Pertwee. Sean Pertwee. Um, Does Sean Pertwee die? Oh no, it's John. It's um. I'm thinking of the other person. No, no, Sean, Sean Pertwee B. does normally die as well. Yeah, he was in um, uh, Donald Sumter. No. They, they've got an absolutely phenomenal cast. Right. Just to, uh, just and Dan Abner job. allegedly wrote the script, and uh-huh. I say allegedly 
because I mean that I mean he gets asked about this at conventions all the time. Did you really write Ultramarines the movie? And he just refuses to even answer the question. Okay. Because I mean, it's it's written according to Google, written by one Dan Dan Sir Abnett of the of the Imperium. I'm telling you, they butchered his script because it is a dreadful script. Okay. Uh, do you know what? At Company of Legends, we might have to have a, a, a watch of it. Okay. No. You, you, you don't, don't want to sell tickets, do you? Yeah, I don't hate the people. You know, somebody here is writing in the comments, the, the animation is dated, but the lines and the plot are top-notch. Were this to be made today with a modern CGI, it would be outstanding. Cap- captivating, loved every minute of it. Oh, that's uh, Dan Abbott's wife. He's very short staff. No, no, it is, it is really, really bad. I mean, the animation is just... I mean, Half of the ruddy black legionnaires are just walking in the middle of the air. They're just not actually on the ground. Somebody can play, can play the animation to PlayStation 2, which <laughs> <laughs> seems... Yeah, it is harsh on the PlayStation. Honestly, it's, it's it's just dreadful. I mean, they they literally spent all the money on the on the voice cast and then had and then ran out. So they just sort of made it in five minutes in on an Amiga <laughs> or something. That's just like every Al Pacino movie that's ever made now, isn't it? Uh, that's a similar fate. Oh, I don't know. Have you seen Hunters? Oh no, I haven't seen that. Yet. I should. It's on Amazon Prime. It is basically Al Pacino as a as a Nazi hunter in the seventies. Oh, oh yes, no, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yes, I've seen that. Um, yes. Yeah. Anyway, we should we should actually move on because we just, yeah, I'm having a quick look at this on YouTube. Yeah, I'm watching that now, and it and it does look like a cutscene done in 3D studio from about 1995. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Somebody else C- has turned to C- DS. Sequest DSV has better, better CGI. Oh yeah, okay. that's Dolphin, didn't it? And Roy Schneider. Yeah. It was pretty good. I liked it, but I had terrible CGI. We have some amazing tangents. I was now thinking of Blue Thunder because I also had um, the film anyway, had Roy Schneider in, didn't it? Yes, it did. As did Marathon Man, which is a great film, particularly if you want to go to the dentist the next day. Is it secret? Is it safe? Is it safe? Oh, that's a terrifying scene, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it is really well done, but it's blooming scary. I mean, you know, dentistry can be pretty painful, even under anaesthetic. And oof, worth a watch. Classic film from, I think, 70s. So I'm just watching the Ultramarines movie because there's a 1080p version. Yes, that's what I'm looking at. And basically, when they run... They don't move any faster than when they walk. Someone got at me on Blu-ray, and I'm like, why did you do this? Uh, anyway, let's stop reviewing a movie that's okay. 10 years old. I think there's a movie review podcast waiting for us to happen, frankly, but yes. Anything, hey, it we, might we have to happen on. one day as a, like a little special. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we should do a, a We Have Ways thing, Chris, and, and do a watch-along. So do, yeah. a, do, do a gurgle box <laughs> of uh, Ultramarines the movie. <laughs> Just us going, this is awful. It's, it's dreadful. It, that's what true, is it? Okay. Victoria Miniatures, our good friends down in the uh, underworld. Underworld? Down under. 
down under. No, you had it right first time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, they've released it. We, we mentioned last month how they've redone their uh, Border World uh, Rangers. Uh, they've now released all the bits for them separately, so you can buy the little bits that you need uh, separately. So, Chris, if you want to get those, was it the uh, badges? Yeah, it's, it's, I think actually anything you couldn't buy individually originally, previously was the sword and skull pins. Well, uh, you get them. Yeah, which I don't have because I didn't get them when um, they did. They didn't exist when I uh, when I when I made my uh, order. So I, I yeah, I, no, I yeah. probably no, not one stick under. I don't want to get stuck to my face. Did you? Um, is this this where you got where um, HMRC decided to take a big old lump out of this when you yeah. bought it? H- HMRC went. <laughs> oh, thanks. Forty percent oh, import tax. Yeah. I I damn well hate HMRC. Yeah, they do listen yeah. to this podcast and uh, they they keep a record of all of these kinds of things. Just to let you know. I used yeah, to work for them. Hit me when I uh, go to buy something from uh, outside the country. Yeah, they know. Okay, moving on, Rob. Uh, yes, sorry, I was uh, got mesmerised by uh, watching the thing on YouTube again. <laughs> <laughs> just like drawn into it. It, it, it stopped halfway through while they were actually. Just... Actually, before we go, maybe that's what we should do, right? Special patron only thing. We'll just do a talk through, a director's talk through, even though we're not the directors of Ultramarines. No, we should do. We should do if we do it, if we're doing that, we do it all together in a room, and we have camera facing us basically so we just see our we do a full gurgle box thing okay so you can just you can just see the kind of horror <laughs> let's see what people think i've not watched it to be honest with you so it would it's all be brand spanking new to oh, me that because be i've heard, that, that I've heard, be I've heard things but so mate if you if you fancy this to happen we'll put it to the to yeah. our, our, our public let, to us, know, let, us, know inter- let us know internet people um yeah. but anyway um back on with the this union mm. being in a state um it is a proper end of an era really is um white dwarf was a bit emotional this month it was um and not because it was listening to my chemical romance and other assorted nonsense jervis johnson has retired he must jervis, be about seventy thousand. old no that's just his pension um he's in weekly. his 60s i think um yeah. after 42 years jervis johnson's retired like wow. this is this this is the guy who basically invented the heresy because they needed an excuse to have both sides in the ti- original Titanicus game using the same models. So they went. We mentioned something about a heresy once. Oh well, we'll, we'll just expand on that, and you know I that's see. basically where that came from. You know that this is the guy that that there's that classic picture of the Dark Angel that is Al Pacino with yes. blonde hair from uh, the front cover of Space oh, Marine. Nice. Yes. Um, yes, which some 15-year-old kid always points out every week. You know, this looks like the Scarface poster. Would, yeah, uh, but yeah. Then, the, then the true veterans, that's when you point out, yes, and the tactical symbol on the guy to his right, as you look at it, was was painted on onto the original painting by Jervis because they hadn't even settled on squad markings back then. Oh, like, yeah, he wrote Blood Bowl, he wrote Trolls in the Pantry, Carunch, um hero quest mm-hmm. you know wow. the, 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 wow. the, like if you're into this hobby yeah, yeah. you cannot deny that it in in Space numerous Hulk. ways it has been massively influenced by jervis he wrote the original titanicus or something yeah. to do he, he was one of the original crew that wrote road trade wrote wrote, yeah, wrote road trader, trader and then on on to second second dead 40k and, and space marine of course which is 
the sort of epic of the day. Yeah. Like there's, there's a full sort of timeline in White Dwarf, and it's just like, yeah, it would just be a lot easier if you wrote, if you put a list of like the three things that Jervis wasn't involved in. Well, how's yep. this? Very like, good. Like, I mean, and it, it was proper, like, kind of. Oh, I mean, I've seen him in full lycra when he's just cycled into work. I don't need to see that again. But it, you know, I mean, he's retired. Bear in mind, Blanche has been retired for about three years and he's always in Bugman's anyway. I can't imagine you're not still going to see him wandering around. Um, but yeah, it's just properly weird because there's not many of that original crew left now. No. Like, you know, Rick was moved on, shall we say. Um, Rich Helliwell passed away. Yeah. Um, Andy Chambers is, uh, well, currently working for Blizzard. Um as long as anybody's still working for Blizzard, but anyway, yeah. that's a different conversation entirely. <laughs> yes. um, different podcast. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's just there's not many of them. Uh, John Stallard obviously went to Warlord. Um, so yeah, he's he's probably the last of that old guard that was still actually working. Oh yeah. So yeah. There you go. Probably a very good time to retire if you had share options in the company. Yeah. Um, ah, good one's still there, isn't he? Though. Oh, Jez is still there. Yeah, Jez, yeah. Jez was. Um, oh no, Jez was there at Rogue Trader, but he wasn't a writer. He was. He was. Um, he was like the Perry's. He was sculpting and, and drawing. Yeah, but he he sort of he, these days he's just a comes up with ideas for models. Other people do them because he doesn't want to learn CG, CGI. Yeah, you're just good when you don't have to, do you? Yeah, he just comes up with the ideas and people turn them into. Yeah, yeah bear in mind sculpts. what he managed to make out of plasticine 30 years ago, then yeah, we'll let you sculpt the traditional wages. Yeah, yeah, he comes up with like the, the, the broad strokes and then other people sort of build on that, as far as I remember. Mm. Actually, on a very big tangent, something mm-hmm. I did watch that was very interesting, which is kind of related to the conversation, so it's not a complete segue into something completely different. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen the films that made us uh, a series on Netflix. Not oh, yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah. If you yeah. watch that, that's really worth a watch, actually, because a very similar thing happened with stop motion and CGI. So if you, it's a, it's pretty informative, particularly as I'm now kind of in the games industry and I can see, you know, how skeletons are animated and stuff. Where that came from was quite interesting. So um, yeah, I thought I'd recommend it because it's a really good watch, actually, about how they made the film. But the, really, the thing that was interesting was like this old, old kind of guard of folks that had done all of this stuff and was going to, they were going to do it all in stop motion. And all of a sudden you know, these guys have come along and said, actually, do you know what? We can do this in uh, CG. And they was like, no, you can't. So they did it in a secret and just, oh, actually we, we, you totally can. So anyway, it's really worth a watch. Uh, and Jurassic Park would be a very different film if it was all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, you know what? It's again, we're kind of going into our film review section, but um, it still stands the test of time, I think. Oh, Jurassic. the first one! The first, the first one! one yeah, that that yeah. full-size T Rex in the rain when it turns, when it just looks straight down the camera and screams at you, it's like full-on hairs on the back of your neck. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean the anim- is that, I mean the animatronics as well is really worth really impre- incredible stuff they did then, which they which unfortunately they wouldn't do now. That would all be no. CG, so it's a real shame because part of that you think it's a shame they've lost the ability to do some of these things. But I think they have. Well, they, they, they have, they have now. Companies like Weta still do it. Yeah, Wetter still do it, don't they? Because they're like, no, this 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 needs to be a model because it'll look better. Yeah, it, it's cheaper to get ten guys in a room to CGI a dinosaur than it is to you know Build spend 
build a four ton model yeah. that might break depends down. on depends on the movie the cheaper the movie the uh more likely they'll go all cgi the more expensive movies will put in like proper animatronics for modeling when it's most appropriate yeah anyway we really have ta- tangent it doesn't yeah into them. movies into movies so okay go on chris what you got for us Oh, hello, sorry. Uh, where am I now? Oh, yes, here we uh, No, hang on. Oh, stupid mouse. Actually, running out. Right. <clears throat> it's uh, shoehorn model in time. The Thousand Sons Infernal Master uh, has been uh, previewed. I don't know if he's released yet. Uh, he is a 40k Thousand Sons model, so don't get too excited. Wasn't um, um, shoehorn modeling the lead singer from... Um... <laughs> <laughs> he was shoehorn modeling was in fact the lead singer of galvanic magnavent that's what i thought <laughs> yeah. scandinavian he was yeah he, he was the lead singer obviously there was the the monkey the feces uh situation and they had one uh, yeah. the monterey rock and jazz festival 1967 yeah. Yeah. okay anyway <laughs> i really don't we think find this really funny right but... this is the problem we find yeah this we hilarious. do yeah, we think this is we're very clever coming up with these funny names for bands. Everybody's probably thinking, will you just shut up and get onto the list challenge? Anyway, <laughs> I can I can probably think about five names of people that listen to this show that tell us thinking exactly that <laughs> quite comfortably. This only makes us we, we've got I, to get some enjoyment out of it. Right now, I don't think this model is shoehorned in. No, I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm being a bit um, being a bit uh, monkey facetious uh, about it. Um, because I think you you could comfortably put him in a, a, a heresy army. And when he's I strip, he's I in strip Mark Four. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I mean he did the, the Thousand Sons. Doing a Thousand Sons army has long been in the back of my mind um, as sort of my next Legion force. And this this model release didn't do anything to uh, to assuage that um, that desire. Good work. Just, I don't like his second hand. What the one where he's kind of like surfing, dude? Yeah, I'm like, what's he doing there? I mean, right. fair enough, guy with the big old quarter staff, that looks cool. What's what's going on there? Is that like, right. quick this way of direction traffic? No, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be another model that's got his hand sort of basically. I think he's like reverse high fiving someone. Oh yes, is yeah. he's like slaps? Hey, I totally hex that guy with that spell. That's like high five, bro. No five kind of thing, yeah. He's like the Todd from Scrubs. I've seen yeah. a lot of people do him as um do him with a, a Yu-Gi-Oh deck thing. What? Oh, that uh, Imperial Fist uh, Praetor. He had a weird hand as well, I think. So maybe there's a the weird hand gang. <laughs> weird hand, the weird hand gang. That's a that's a good name for him. I think I'm showing the slight age difference in the way that Rob went what to the Yu-Gi-Oh deck thing. I, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. I, I take it you guys have never watched Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm I'm uh, not nine, so I'm no. A bit from when I used to sell it in a toy shop. That it is. was when we were a kid. Yeah, I when worked you, in a toy shop when you were a kid, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I've never so. I've never liked anime. Unfortunately, I just can't get with it as a visual style. So I, I, I I'm That's the funny, same. Rob, uh, you have a lot of Japanese cartoons. If your browsing history would say something completely <laughs> different. You know, I'm kind of the same, but I actually went and bought what? a bunch of anime this month. Like I bought Akira and Ghost in the Shell and that, and I'm like, I'm going to give these a try. Akira's I... utterly pointless. It was released in what, like '93, and nobody's re- nobody's figured out what it's about yet. I liked it at the time when I, I was a kid, Akira. and I'm like, 
I, I, I might. Yeah, but liking it and liking it and understanding it are two entirely different things. Yeah, Comic but that's um, what's what's the what's the film that kept, was out last night? Ten Cent or not? Ten Cent. Yeah. Ten Cent. That's the Chinese games development company. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tenant. I was thinking there. Yeah. I mean, does anybody understand that? I haven't I've seen it. it. Um, I have it. I've, I yeah, I kind of understand it. Or Inception. I understand Inception. Yeah, I, understand. Well, yeah, I got Inception. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Inception. Oh, I'd recommend that. It's good. Work. Yeah, it's actually quite yeah, good. People have been recommending good. it for like a decade, and I'm like, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, is is this the Edge of Empire episode where we just discussed <laughs> films from 2010? Yeah. Anyway, let's 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 come here. <laughs> Graham, what have you got for us? Uh, uh, happy smile and a. <laughs> and a, and a, and a, and a, happy smile and a shiny head grace. that's it uh, war games soldiers and strategy are running the great war game survey for the seventh year running there is a massive five pound prize for one respondent it's not even five pounds it's so five pounds by the look of it to, to paraphrase jurassic park i've spared no expense but the survey does kick out some interesting reading, which helps us know where our game stands in the hobby each year. It's open if you want to participate until the 31st of August. What did it say last year about heresy? And now I'm going to have to look it up. And now it's going to take even more tangent time. I can't even remember what it was last year. Oh, the, year before, the, year before we were, the year before we were like the fourth most popular game that GW made. So. All right, cool. Behind Blood Bowl and uh, Sigma and 40k. Nice. Good effort. Well, I'm team. sure it's just five euros. And ahead of fantasy. Because that is... Yeah, it is five euros, yeah. Seems, a, seems a, yeah, almost an, an insulting. It's, it's like not enough money. Almost like, You know what I mean? It's like, don't give us anything if you're going to give us five euros. I mean, we can get two Mars bars for that these days. It's I mean, frost paint. That's what that is. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not ungrateful. I'm not, but I just wonder how much of a motivating factor five euros would be to fill a survey in. What are you? Maybe it's just me. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to to follow that trade of thought. You know, or, or maybe it's euros? just, just oh, okay, our, yeah, it's worth maybe it. it's maybe it's just because our models cost so stupid amounts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. even for games that don't have as expensive models. Five euros isn't going to make a massive difference to. Uh, uh, an odd choice. You probably got an odd four, choice. Probably got four hundred Perry Company fifty mils soldiers for that. It just seems like an odd number. Now, That's all I'm saying. We'll find out in a minute. Yeah, it is a it is an odd number. Um, maybe I got it wrong, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. No, no, it's, I'm just looking at it now. Oh no, I tell you what, it's not even five pounds in your pocket. It's five or euros. five euros. Five euro discount. Discount for 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 Olav's carpet warehouse. Is that for every? Wait a minute. Is that for everybody who fills in the survey, or just for one person? Ah, here we go. Thanks to our sponsors, we've got an unrivaled stack, a very generous prize to give away to some lucky winners, and everyone. Oh, now it makes sense. Gets a five pound discount. Oh, I misread it then. I misread it. Carawara something publisher's website. And a selection of WS articles to download free of charge for completion of something. So, great wargaming survey. We take it all back. Yeah. We, were, we were given a look. We thought that was a little bit derisive, but if everybody's getting a £5 discount, then that's cool. 
there are some no, I misread it. prizes to be unveiled. So please we accept this as public apology and retraction of the previous uh, statement. To be honest, it is actually when they do put out their results, it is actually quite fascinating to see, you know, where various games are at, and and the changes throughout the year. It's like, you yeah. know, for for a quite a few years, you know, uh, privateer press games are like the top of the pile, and now they're like, yeah. the last year, if I remember correctly, they weren't even featured. So Ooh, okay, that many people dropped off warmer hordes then. Yeah, pretty much, or just those people that actually respond to the survey, because you know, it's all these things. Is a it helps, I guess, you know, figure out what, what's how's our game doing, how popular is our game, you know. But I suppose this is more of a grognards type of a. How survey many painted figures do you have in your collection? Up to more than twenty-five thousand. I know somebody who could take that. Wow, that's a serious collection, isn't it? That's, that's a serious bit of work. Well, I don't know. I know some people who play Napoleonics with like the little eight mils, and they could probably do that, no problem. You can. Oh, yeah, this is a, this guy's. Perry miniature Russian guys for 117 pounds, Mister B. Sorry, how much? 117 pounds will buy you 240 Russian infantry. Oh, right, see. Perry miniatures. Okay. Yeah, because I know they're quite cheap, and they do some really nice stuff as well. So, <laughs> well, of course they do. There's the Perrys. Sanada. A lot of Russians. Yep. Okay. Uh, right. So. Uh, it's to be this... a historical fact. There are a lot of Russians. That's why they never get beaten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quite true. Um, okay. So this month's Legion Dispatch saw the unveiling of the Sons of Horus Praetor, which was accidentally sent out in place of Malkador for some people. So that was mm. quite funny. You know, mm. people were posting it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Malkador. You know, people have opened it up. And then so you took a close look and it was like, oh, right. I see. See, because someone put it in the um, Edge of Empires community group, and I looked at it and I was like, I know I'm meant to be seeing something that isn't here. Yeah, it was the same. I was like, that's just the missing part. And then someone went, no, no, it's completely the wrong model. I was like, oh, okay, well, I feel foolish. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Looking at the small details and not the big, uh, wide picture there. Yeah. It's, it's a nice model when they've actually shown it. Although, um, to be fair, uh, people keep saying that the uh, the bear head looks a bit like Savvy Javid, and now I can't see otherwise. It does a little bit. It does a little bit, so I'll be burning that one if I ever get that model. <laughs> fight, fight the power. Is there... Um... Either that or trying to find some hair, some toenail clippings, and possibly some skin, and then sticking pins in it. <sighs> Um, I, I take it Rob's not a fan of the the health secretary then. I get the impression that not only previously yeah. did he, did he consider, consider uh, toxic dumping, now he's actually advocating voodoo as a way to fight back against the conservatives. Um, anyway, yeah. there's yeah. been talk of upscaling uh, with this release. I'm sure I've seen a model somewhere. Oh, he's massive, isn't he? He's much bigger than a a, 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 a current standard. Uh, Marine, I believe. So uh, it's a bit bigger, but at the end of the day, scale creep happens pretty much all no. the time. I'm just, it just happens. It's not exactly a big deal to me, anyway. It's scale yeah, creep. Would be another name for a band, wouldn't it? Just scale creep. Uh, Honestly, I, I'm not that. I'm not that bothered about scale creep because at the end of the day, it's not a game in which everything has to be 100% accurate. Because yes, our models yes, must be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's not like Mr. P. I knew that there was going to be a rebuttal from our our friend in York. No, I I really, I'm really not that bothered about 
um, scale being absolutely 100% accurate, you know, spot on, because at the end of the day, they are counters uh, to a degree. But to you, they might be. <laughs> they I are just... counters. All right. Yeah, I'm not playing chuffing tiddlywinks. <laughs> Hang on, Michael, this is why you became an Iron Warriors player, isn't it? Because they're just counters. <laughs> they're just counters to be spent. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just I'm not that it, it, there are worse things I can imagine in the world than a bit of scale creep it's like there, there are far worse things in life oh, there are far worse there, there are far worse things in, in, in life but that doesn't mean that the other things are unimportant mm. well anyway what do you think of the model other than I the, love it other, yeah. than, other than the um, other, other than Hell. Other than the bare, other than the bare head, I think it's Ace. You can give him a helmet. <laughs> yes, and yes, I will give the helmet some a helmet, um, so it doesn't look like the health secretary. Um, another Volker. No, that's the only thing. Another Volker. Have you been? Have you been paying somebody off in in Games Workshop HQ, Mister B? No, but look, look, the, the Volkite is like the quintessential 30k weapon, isn't it? It's not really. Well, I say not really replicated elsewhere, but they've got it in 40k proper now for some units. But it, it's one of those things that is absolutely 30k. It's quintessentially 30k, but isn't because everyone goes, well, actually, we're not that fussed about it. There are better options and we'll get those instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's only me and you who are really keen on Volkite, I'm afraid, Mike. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a figure. You can change it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You know, you, you can got, is it Power Fist? He's got Power Fist and Volkite. Ah, first of all, okay, yeah. That's not a bad yeah. combo, is it? Because he doesn't want to wound anybody and he wants everyone to punch him first. Basically. Yeah. So anyway, it's a cool-looking model. I've, I've never been a big fan of the old top knots, though, I've got to be honest with you. That's one downside to Sons of Horus. But, yeah, he looks pretty pretty, pretty natty. But will we yeah. add one to the podcast army? That's the going. Was that so that, <laughs> in fact, I'm looking at, weirdly enough, in sort of like a bizarre kind of segue... I'm looking at a squad of 10 heavy support uh, marines with Volkite chargers. So, you know, in Sons of Horus colours, which I painted last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. We need to put together what I've done with what you've done. 2022, we'll get that army on, out. Mm-hmm. Five yeah. years after. We'll, so, we'll, we'll, we'll sort some airbrushing at some point and we'll we'll get some. We'll get some colours down on them, don't worry. Actually, yeah, if you if you could, because I've got a bunch, because I've got a couple of vindicators. They're the old metal and plastic vindicators. But I think be, oh, you know, uh, some I've got some um, G'd up for forge rod ones that I I think I put aside for it. So yeah, get them get them to get them to someone who can get them to me. Like um, have a trip down in the car at some point, and we'll. Uh... Wait, was that was that an expression of joy at the metal and plastic? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just no. wasn't sure there for a second. No, 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 it wasn't. No, if it was the res- if it was the ones that Chris mentioned, you know, like yeah, I really like the Demos pattern ones, but the old ones, unfortunately, yeah, the really old ones, where it's the like really old ones, slopey, the just like a rhino, a knacker rhino, rhino with a gun on the front, quarter of the size of yeah, yeah, they're about the size of an attack bike nowadays. Yeah, yeah um, pretty much the stealth version. Yeah, okay. now, oh, I put that got, aside for the Sons of Horus. We've got more more of Michael shoehorning in here. Um, um, yeah, because it's begin your Warhammer journey with battle honors. 
Now, how this would apply to a game that you're generally not allowed to play in stores, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but some of our some of us have kids. Yes, yes, me. Any person on this podcast, the person who's disputing, the person, the person who actually has. So, what, what's the deal? What's all this nonsense about, Mister B? So what basic. Shoehorn nonsense in here. Yeah, because remember, I used to work Sunday club at workshop. All right, so I've got, I've got like You've got the P- P- PTSD, post-traumatic Sunday disorder. It's basically the relaunch right. of the Sunday club, but in a more formal. Yeah, so you, you, basically, you you, co- you collect an army that's a legal force. You get a tick in a box, and you get a little, you get a little sort of. So Rob, you, bu- that's you, you build them it. without sticking your face to the table. You get another tick in a box. You know, you, you, you paint them within the lines, you get a tick in the box, you learn to play the game, you get a tick in the box, you read a black library novel, which is the bit that I do approve of, because reading is awesome. Um, then you get another tick in the box, and then once you've done all that, then you get a certificate at the end of it. Oh, yeah, okay. you get a bunch of other stuff as well. Oh, and some other some other things that look vaguely like stationery that I can't quite make uh, out. You get a... Um... What is it you get? Uh, there's a, a dice uh, box. Is it dice, dice box? Thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, a dice box. Is that a measuring thing or is it a bookmark? Uh, uh, it does say somewhere. I did have it here somewhere. Looks like an um, iPad cover. This. No. Uh, uh, there is. It did say here. It now doesn't coin. say what they are. So once you hit 30 activities, you get a certificate celebrating your hard work and a figure case to keep your growing collection in. There you go, figure case. Um, so that's hard, like handed, like a little hard, mm-hmm. sort of skirmishy case things. So I kind of get it. It's better than it used to be because you actually get something for it. But um, I'm not sure how relevant to us grizzled, miserable old heresy vets. Because it, we need um, to replace ourselves somehow because we keep dying off. Yes, but we don't need. We don't need. We, we don't. <laughs> I, don't we, I know none of us are in the best of health, Mister B. But I think. I think we're no, actually, right. to be fair, no, the reason I put this in there is because, you know, some of us do have kids, some of us do have nephews and nieces, and if they're old enough, this is actually a kind of, it, it's far better than the old Sunday club. It, um, I, I think that, you know, you're definitely growing the next generation of hobbyists who will eventually, you know, be opponents we want, we, we get to play with. And I think anything that grows people into the hobby, and as Rob says, reading, that is a great Thing. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm not I'm not disputing that, but you've got you've also got to factor in for our particular niche within the hobby mm-hmm. is very often not welcome in stores. Yes. So for those yeah, but for those younger well, ones, the, right those younger now. ones that right, word in edgeways, let me get a bleeding crowbar <laughs> in bottle, shut it. Yes, for five be, seconds. I, I'm interrupting, aren't I? Yes, exactly. But right. Right. Was he? Was he? I don't know. Or I was inter- we were both interrupting each other. So, right. Go Miko on, Timo, shut up. Right. I didn't think he was that bad, actually. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> I, I, seriously, there's some sort of temperature rising on the line. I, I, I will find you, and I will, and I will kill you. Yes. Um, Rob, make your point. So, Please those of us who are into our own particular niche heresy if if we've got kids like all right what's this heresy thing all right okay these are the toy soldiers that daddy plays with or that um you know uncle graham plays with whatever a lot of stores they're not going to be able to rock up with with you know if we go oh there you go there's some mark three marines or whatever 
they're not going to be able to rock up with them and go, yeah, let's play Heresy, because it's not universally even allowed in stores. I see. I, I'm going to put a slight counterpoint to potentially, and I'll hang on to your hats here, mm-hmm. to back Michael up. Bloody hellfire. I'm glad I'm sat down. So I think what Michael's saying here is this is kind of like us as a public service broadcaster letting people out there who have children be aware that if they want to, in a non-heresy kind of related way, but just as a a responsible broadcaster, we're letting them be aware that if they want to send their little nippers to Games Workshop on a Sunday while they go off down the pub, they can do that with well, yeah. also, we we none of us started with heresy well it? no that's true so none of us went oh let's play heresy because it, a it didn't exist and b we would never afford it as kids whereas with this they can do 40k and play or sigma or whatever other nonsense they want to play <laughs> you, know, you, you uh, couldn't bring yourself to just leave that without a nonsense could you <laughs> no i really couldn't i really could um yeah, and then you know, then they get that ball rolling. So yeah, it does have. Yeah, a... I I get it. I I get it. I don't know how relevant it's it would great. be to close relatives of people who'd be listening to this because they'd be doing this already at home a, at the kitchen a, table. It's a fair point. We'll see if anybody writes into us and says, "Dear Rob, <laughs> just to let you know that thanks Shut to up. Michael's forthright <laughs> broadcasting and public information service, I took my they had a wonderful time and they were now playing. We've got a lovely home life." We come home of a Sunday night, have a few games. I feel like a, you know, I've lent my fatherly or motherly wisdom to my young children. And if yeah, somebody writes, I know people who that. do do that. And funnily enough, but, they're all ex-workshop staff as well, but none of them involve the actual shop in the process. But, but the other <laughs> thing is, though, that the, the other good thing about this is that if you know, dad is already playing heresy, and and kid sort of is already involved in heresy. Kid then takes heresy uh, ideas to Sunday Club, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, oh, heresy becomes a conversation. Um, you have a little Sunday Club Erebus whispering in people's ears, going, "Play heresy." Exactly, and then try it. it. You might like it. Yeah, <laughs> I had a horrible suspicion you were going to go into another Jurassic Park quote. You know, which is you know, find uh, God, God kills, <laughs> God kills dinosaurs, man <laughs> creates dinosaurs man kills god or something anyway yeah dinosaurs eat man, kill man. Yes, that's, right. the earth. Yeah. that's yeah. it that's it that's it anyway yeah. so anyway michael if you want to put that in your diary that i actually backed you up uh yeah, i was be, gonna say be yeah, fine. they could timestamp that one people that wants to go in the show notes that you know, like, you know three hours and 25 <laughs> graham backs michael up i think it's just because i've been on the wrong side of these ones before where think, like you said you have ptsd from having to be the person running the thing and so your 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 brain is uh programmed to going no thank you yeah it has it has it has been abused in the in the past yeah. by parents who just got brilliant it's free child minding that's exactly what um adam smith used to say the exactly the same thing that it was like, like but they used to say that you you had to have the, the parent at least one of the parents had to be in the store because they, they weren't like a child minding oh it wasn't like that back, in my day you, you'd get kids that were dropped off at one first ten Oh, right, you'd really? Get, and just like, you'd right, get, you'd get kids, boozer. you'd get kids that were dropped off at one minute past ten on a Saturday morning, and they were picked up at five fifty nine in the afternoon. Wowzers! And they would, and they'd have like five quid to go and get a sandwich, and they would be in the store all day. 
they'd be like, don't go anywhere apart from the sandwich shop next door. We'll be back to pick you up later. And you knew later meant quarter to six at the earliest. Oh, no, my store doesn't allow, has never allowed that. Yeah, it's always, that's the basic. Yeah, Newcastle is, um, you've got to, you've got to give a time or they call it, or they um, have to call uh, someone to uh, come collect them because they clearly been abandoned. Oh, we weren't allowed to do that in my day. There you go. Anyway, it was all right when you did it in Harrogate because there was some of the people in Harrogate would at least bring biscuits and they'd be like, "Here's so and so at five past ten. By the way, he's got two hundred two hundred cookies that he's made in his rucksack." And it'd be like, "Right, well, you're not leaving until we've eaten all of them." <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't Harrogate be? I'd imagine that, that's quite a you know, quite an affluent area of Harrogate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it yeah there was a sort of roll up in the in the in the family in the, bentley in the family bentley exactly yeah there, were, there was some interesting socio-economic demographics going on in harrogate because just next door to harrogate is a place called starbeck where which where nobody from harrogate will admit that starbeck exists because it's a little bit like saying that you grow up in babylon and you've got aleppo next door got yeah nice reference <laughs> right anyway moving swiftly on from uh, uh, okay good one oh. Uh, right, let's get on to the next one, which is Armies on Parade is back in 2021. Woo! Yay! Online event only. Uh, oh. All of the heresy stuff will be featuring in the best of the rest category. Just before you get excited, there is a 40k section, a Age of Sigma nonsense section, <laughs> and everything else will feature in the best of the rest uh so yeah you're up against i wonder if that's why we never get like you know pre-vote promo copies of stuff because every time you mention their best-selling game you call it nonsense that, okay. that could be that could be <laughs> <laughs> you've got to say we're not really doing ourselves any favors in that regard uh when it comes to gw marketing i just looked at the thing that i do like the um, i'm not here to talk about sigma it's as simple as that you know the orc the orc thing looks really like a sort of almost like it looks a little bit like borderlands if anybody's played that yeah. um very cool very very cool i like the idea of armies on parade i like it it was uh it was quite uh, fancy doing my we were it's it's even better now because it's online so you don't have to lug a ruddy board to the store. no but the, that's the problem is it's not as good online now because you've got no. there are lots of people who are probably quite clever with things like photoshop and that's what i was thinking the authenticity is diminished look at, look oh, at no, the hassle I, they had look at the hassle they had at crystal brush a couple of years ago with um sergio calvo who'd got to the final on basically a photoshopped entry no i agree i agree i agree there it's just you know it is easier than bugging it to the store. Um, but no, I do miss it in store because it is nice getting together and just sort of like, here's my board, blah, 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 blah. And it, it's fun doing it in store. But Yeah, it's something I would love to do. Yeah, I've got a workshop and I couldn't store something like that. So I don't know what people without workshops do. Well, all nice, I, all nice I tell did, a story with, with your army. All I like did that. was take the terrain that I painted up for this particular board and sort of put my army on it and sort of created a story around it. Yeah. It didn't win anything. It didn't even oh, get mentioned, go. but you know. Uh, we've been discussing it with uh, the, the York gaming group that I'm in, because they've all been to a Age of Sigmar event this weekend, Upper up Element, Carnage. And there was discussions about display boards, because they're a thing in the Age of Sigmar. They are yeah. indeed. And uh, Steve, bless him, he's a physicist, so... Um, 
sometimes uh, doesn't necessarily grasp the uh, ephemeral nature of things <laughs> quite so quite so well as the uh, empirical and uh, he was struggling with it and i'm like well you do sildeneth you do you know you do tree people so why don't you just build yourself basically a miniature garden and grow stuff in it and take that to events and put your army on it and instead of going oh well here's my scenery you go no this is an actual tree Mm. and i was like yeah you could do like the the, you could do the gloom spike gits the the gobos and whatnot and you could actually just grow some mushrooms and your display board would only last like two days but you could like literally just have a board that was covered in actual mushrooms i kind of went you know beyond artisanal there into like you, you really know who, 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 who did your army for you monty don and, and alan titchmarsh <laughs> unique and delicious you're into the sort of heston blumenthal you, you, you've gone full heston now Dry, right? you, you, you've gone completely yeah too far too oh no I, I like that idea I, I wanted to do it for the mechanicum i wanted the figure case that i had to build for the mechanicum when i was going to build one i wanted it to be like a drop ship for the um Porphyrian, so you opened yeah. it up and everything was just kind of mm. on gantries and then you had like i was going to put like a fogger in and some like you know dry icy type stuff and then realized that that would make me a massive twit so didn't bother you know i, 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 I do cool. kind of miss display boards i used to do them in uh, fantasy when i was a nipper um yeah. so what are they basically you just take when you take your army for you you put it on a display board yeah, yeah. When, when you do the beauty pageant thing you have a fully modeled fully scenic everybody has their own little cutout for every single base to go in and, and match up um two by two that sounds like a lot of work yeah you wouldn't like it no i would not <laughs> no it is a lot of work painting stuff that i can't put on the table to play about them and carrying it on the train yeah yeah they're, they're not practical if you don't drive anyway arms on parade we shall see, I guess, whether we get some good heresy stuff in there. Mm. There was a few heresy models in the last one. Not a lot, yeah. but a few nice ones. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So next out of the bag, Cromlech uh, have launched a new Blood Angels, not Blood Angels, rather, Honest Gov range called the Seraphim Knights. Might be interesting for players of a certain legion that starts with B and ends in Blood Angels. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's some interesting yeah. bits and it's like hmm, yeah that's skirting the uh that's skirting the fine line there isn't it pretty nippy that are nice though are the, are the lud angels the legion that fear technology <laughs> that's that exactly yes. they, yeah, they work thrown out the spinning jenny and uh <laughs> yeah they, they just have clubs in fact they don't yeah. have clubs they've just got bits of stick they've picked up yeah, yeah hand hand whittled bolt guns <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've got to say they, they look somewhat. I mean, they're nice though, aren't they? The heads are nice. I like the heads. Actually, I quite like the bodies. To be honest with you, not massively any of those heads, if I'm honest. The um the 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 swords are pretty good. I like the swords. Yeah, the torso. The torsos are very good. The, the skull ones are quite cool. The the torsos are nice, but they're scaled for that new type stuff. Oh, what the forty k kind of primaris? This is mm-hmm. uh, yes, that, that word that that word that Chris doesn't like. Mm, good point, well made. That, that word that I still struggle with, but I, I, my my sentiments for it are milder than Mills the younger. Okay. Anyway, the 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 picture of them all made up and painted. 
on the torso is a bit they do look super cool there to be fair mm, they do, yeah, they they do. Don't they? if i they can do. get away with having a sort of a if they weren't that scale yeah, yeah tortuga bay just released some didn't they that were um basically primaris scale mark ii bodies just tortuga bay mm-hmm. that sounds not, legit yes yes <laughs> i realized that the company's called tortuga bay uh it's just they are they what was are tortuga, very tortuga famous for let me uh, think now. rum oh yes breach of breach of copyright <laughs> <laughs> okay Oh, lad, that'd be right. I've been here for your copyrights. Uh, yes. Okay. More, more like guidelines. It's not. It's in your slack jar, idiot. I've 3D printed it already. They are very much on the. Uh, it's more like guidelines side of things. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, yeah, IP look, guidelines. <laughs> IP. What does that stand for? Yes. <laughs> it's possible. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Another uh, film reference there. Very good. Yeah, this yeah. is the one with all the film references. Um, okay. Um so uh bound to please our uh Australian and New Zealand fans. Um Games Workshop have ceased shipping to those areas because Don't of remind the them COVID issues uh in Australia, um uh, which has impacted uh, uh New Zealand because it's the same warehouse. Um, and basically, yeah, it's a safety thing. You know, you don't want to put the workers at risk. You don't want to you don't want to cause any bother for anybody uh, getting um, COVID. So mm. believe you me. So uh, as annoying as it is, and I know some people are like, oh, this means we're going to miss out on all these new releases. If you look at where they've had shipping issues in the past, like Japan recently has only just started getting some of the Sisters of Battle stuff um, because they've had issues getting it shipped over there. Um, they do release it just, you know later on yeah you'll um, get it just don't so they'll scream get, and cry they'll get stuff uh they want you know if there's anything limited decision they'll have their they'll have their allocation and they'll get it it's 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 all good but it, it, you know at the end of the day we don't want people getting covid just to please our toy needs um seems very sensible yeah you know okay uh but yeah no 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 games workshop purchases uh, in Australia and New Zealand, uh, directly from them. Obviously, there there's still some at your friendly local gaming store, so see them. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's about what you've got really at the minute. There's not much to say beyond that, other than we're setting up this e- new eBay shop called <laughs> G'day G'day Games, and we'll be stocking a new set of slightly inflated price games yeah. workshop and forge world models yeah port moresby port moresby workshop yes um, there you go <laughs> blackbeards blackbeards workshop yes um, anyway yeah. there you go but you're right yes. michael obviously you know all, all, all seriousness um they want to endanger people unnecessarily there are there are more important things than uh, than little plastic man dollies sure. um not many but there are some mm-hmm. um so we've got no Warhammer TV painting videos for us this month, unfortunately. But uh, our our Lord of the Two Thin Coats himself, uh, Duncan, did do some White Scars work in his OnlyFans bit. Oh, sorry, members only section. Mm-hmm. Um, Could work either way, members only. No, I, I was going to say that. I remember lying watched, about my age to buy a couple of copies of that when I was younger. I have watched the video. It is actually pretty good. 
cool. makes me feel like maybe I could do white scars. Mm, Why but, isn't that difficult? Yeah, it's just slow. Uh, it's paint yellow colours on it. That's the problem. Yes, and yeah. it does the whole red marking stuff as well. And it's like, okay, that makes it feel a lot easier than I've ever seen it explained before. Cool. Uh, he's got he's got a good way of explaining stuff to someone on my sort of level of painting. Duncan is a very good, he's a very good teacher. Yes, he is. He's a very good teacher uh, of that of that kind of standard. You know, not rubbish, but you know. No, Duncan's standard is high. It's just. Oh yeah, yeah. It's he doesn't do um, airbrush oils pigment. He's not from a military modelling background. He's nope. he's a GW background, but his standard is as high. You know, his standard is bloody high. Yeah, it's not as, as I've said many a time. It's not a crystal brush or golden demon winning level. But it is great and it will look fantastic on the tabletop. And anyone who paints like that will feel proud to have painted those models. Yeah, exactly. He's, oh, he's, yeah. Kind, of, he's kind of setting his, his market out, isn't it, for people exactly right? Not golden demon oh, people. Didn't but... mention this bit, but did you know he's developing his own painting range? Yes. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, he's talking. Is it. Um, has he gone back to speak to the guys at Court d'Arms? Uh, I'm not sure. The Court d'Arms who are doing it. I don't know. They're in dropper bottles. Uh, they haven't said anything about what it is, but it's like, hmm, I'm, yeah, that, that could be interesting. It depends what colours they are. Dropper bottles, the way forward. Okay, very good. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, if it fills the gaps in range, that might be interesting. Um, okay, so back to Chris for one last exciting thing. One, well, reasonably exciting thing. Um, so, yeah, so the Nuremberg 300 edges ever closer to reality for Mr. Ng. Yes. The confirmation of a very limited range of Death Corps of Krieg infantry being released. Excellent. <laughs> but they are the kill team. They're not mainline. So it's not, you know, 15-man squad, is it? It's yet. It's a 10-man squad. That's what uh, you get with any... Monopose... Um, uh, models aren't they you can't you know for now they're, they're pretty it's, much what you get with any gw kit these days they they look more dynamic but they are monopose as a result yeah. for yeah. now monopose is the way i dream of monopose and i'm oh, about with the arms nightmares about monopose no matter how d- dynamic they are anyway death core krieg somebody oh. with a with a fair few quid could could create a militia army from them they look, they look awesome, and the video was pro- the, like the promo video was proper grim. Oh yes, yes, did you see the edited version with the shovel? Uh, no, <coughs> I, don't. I, 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 I don't have the obsession with the entrenching tool that some people seem to have. No, with, it is a bit, Krieg. it is, a, it is a bit weird. But yes, they did an edit um, that had them replace the chain sword um, with a um, with a shovel with a shovel. Or entrenching tool, rather. Mm. Yes, I, I know there was a thing on Warhammer Community when they were like, you know, no, we haven't forgotten the most important weapon in the Krieg arsenal, and they just showed a picture of the entrenching tool on the sprue. Yeah, that was kind of like, yes, that's exactly yeah, the vi- what the, the means. The video about was them. the video was uh, like a little bit grim. It's now just watching it now. It's very nicely done. It uh, is very nice. It's very nicely done, but when you th- when you think about it, how- ultramarines at Warhammer forty k. That's pretty much the animation standard. Apparently, we should expect with a lot of the 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 Warhammer Plus shows. 
Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, it looks cool. Um, so do we think this would lead the way to maybe a like a Cadian star box of Krieg at some point? Absolutely. We can, why we would can they dream? Why, can't we? Why would they make that? Why would they make that sprue if they're not going to sell it separately? That's a huge investment, massive investment. That's uh, not, not not so much now that they make their own master molds in house. Yeah, but it's still it's still not nothing. It's still not nothing. A, a piece of scenery is usually done these days. I'm told in aluminium in China. That's right. not a lot of money. But a piece of uh, but if it's made in the same way as any of their other models, there's very little chance I think that they're going to leave that exclusive to Kill Team Box. It's going to come out eventually. Right, so the only time you can get this currently would be to buy that kill team box. So yeah, much that's going to apparently be. goes on pre-order a week Saturday. They have said that the models are going to be re- released in the, released yeah. outside the box in the future. But the thing that the thing that gets me is obviously they're all CAD designed now. Mm. Yes, they are. So there are computers in Nottingham that have all the elements necessary to do yeah. any mm-hmm. plastic creek they've already done it because you know you don't have to sculpt faces because they've all got one oh, you yeah, don't that, have to, you don't you don't have to sculpt bodies because they've all got the great coat on you know the, the whole point of creek is that they all look the same so that they're easy that in, in theory they're the cheapest cheapest range to sculpt because once you've got the head that's it done you've got the body right repose it a few different options Done. Yeah, still gotta spend all the time reposing it so it makes sense, you know, yeah. getting all the limbs. It's not just simple. Yeah, know, but I mean, see a stick this there because what you'll end up with is saying that I kind of cartoon drew for, you know, some sort of monster from the Black Lagoon kind of thing. As you say, when it comes to the um, when it does come to the um, what you call it monoposeness, it's it is kind of like do you do you have the sort of static old Space Marines that we had. Uh, back in the day, or do you have the, um, uh, you know, the, these more dynamic? The dynamic ones work if you have a game where you have lots of different units, so you don't end up with the multiples. The problem mm-hmm. you've got with the problem you've got with monopose and where we're coming from, especially if you're looking at militia, you're going to have hundreds of the damn things, and you're going to have too, too many repetitions. You need a modular kit for things like militia and well for heresy in general because you need to be able to pose your marines then again you too many of them current 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 death core is pretty much monopose yeah but remember when the range first came out there was like three different squads advancing three different squads firing three different squads at ease or something that they released massive numbers of individual models yeah that's true <clears throat> anyway we shall wait with bated breath to see what where this brings us with the chance of hopefully in the not too distant future at least the ability to buy boxes of 10 for a reasonable amount of money the question is if i can do i do the nuremberg 300 no that, this should never be put together by man <laughs> Mike, yeah, the, gas, the gas masks a were a bit controversial. You what, Mike? The gas masks caused people to get their knickers in a twist, though. Or, or people going, oh, it's a German gas mask in a French coat. No, no, go about the, the metal bit on the middle. The metal bit on the middle. Middle. You know, in the middle of the gas mask. Was it, was it called Malcolm? No, no. Do you know where the um the the sort of, like, seam would be on the... Um, the bit is, where the actual... 
tubing. Oh, as as in right. So, so the, the metal, the metal nose piece basically that ends yeah. up going connecting to the pipe, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. What yeah, about it? Because it's not on the uh, resin models. Oh Jesus! Wept. People really worried about that. Yeah, I know they were getting all, but I, but I'm just not going to match my existing stuff. And it's like, what you do is, first yeah. of all, it's a file and you yeah. file it off. And second of all, it's Krieg. They won't care what the gas mask looks like. They're just going to take it and use it. They look a yeah, bit like Wombles, I've just noticed the first time in the, my uh... life. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, has anybody else seen that? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, de- the demo guy has a different gas mask. He's got the Grenadier one with the skull mask on it. Oh, Whereas... oh I'm re- I really hope they've got enough of them to make Grenadiers. He doesn't, but he doesn't have the heavy armor of the Grenadier. They do look like Wombles. I'm going to call them the Womble Brigade now. They, yes. Anyway, that just maybe it's the way he's posed it. Old uh, Toblerone, or what his name was Toblerone. Yeah, Toblerone, not Toblerone. Uncle, Uncle Bulgaria. Uncle Bulgaria. Aunt Lucy, but that's not right. No, that's Paddington. There was Madam, Madam, Madam or something, wasn't it? I can't remember. Uh, I'm not going to Google it. That'd be cheating. Anyway, so shall we move on to Engine Kill, Chris? <laughs> Once we've worked out the name of all we the, right, the Great Uncle Bulgaria. Yeah. Overmori. Yes. Madam Cholet, of course. Cholet, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Orinoco, Wellington. Oh, Wellington. What was the fitness one called? Uh, Tomsk was the sporty and strong one. Yeah. <sighs> do you think someone like Versatile yeah. Terrain will do a, a set of all the Womble names to go with the Creek Box? <laughs> anyway, Rob, if we have got any vis- if we've got any listeners left, we are going to go and do Engine Kill now. Rob, print your own. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course. What Wombles? No, nameplates. Make your own nameplates. Print them. <sighs> Oh, like I could do that for my Titans. Oh, yeah. I think you're telling me to do it. I haven't got yeah, a printer yet. Mine's just it. on the way. You've got one. What is it? Where'd you get yours? Um, um I think uh, end of the month, I think. Sweet. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's move on to engine kill. Okay, now we've gotten rid of those two. Um, me and Chris are going to have a little talk about the Loyalist Legio books. It's only a little talk, but, you know, we quite enjoyed this book, I think. We did, and given the fact that it's been out a little while and it's been a bit crazy, we thought we'd finally get around to it and have a... Yeah, I think we've had quite a bit of time to digest the book. Um, and it's a, it's a really good book, actually, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. It's got all of the, all of the Loyalist Legios, but it's... it's yeah, it's it's really useful. I think even for um, traitor players, having all those manaples easily collected, um, it's yeah, pretty useful too. yeah. I mean, like, I, in the notes, I've sort of written down the thing. It's it, it's pretty much the collection of everything you need outside of uh, the core rulebook collected into one book. Yeah. Aside from the chaos, you know, legios, which is the but yeah, no, it's it's, it's a good book. Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, I suppose the main thing is the uh, the big 
the big boy. Um, yeah, the big boy. You know, the front front and center on the cover, the War Master, as this was released at exactly the same time. And um, it was. Yeah, he's super cool, super cool model. Felt his pain, destroyed one. Felt his pain as well. Oh yes, you've actually played one, yeah. Yeah. God, What's it like to, in the in person? Because I've not seen one yet. Model is pretty. It is really good. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a really cool model. It's a really good addition to the line because it's so different from everything else. Mm-hmm. Um. So was he but, able to have much else in his in his battle group or? No, not in a two thousand point game because it is eight hundred and fifty odd points out like of that. So. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we'll be seeing. It's for those fun games, I think, more than you know, strategic of um, tournament. I don't think you'll see many at tournaments, that kind of thing. Yeah, of course. And 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 there's no maniples of him, is there? So yeah, which kind of surprised me a little bit because every other time there's been a model release, when there's been a book at the same time, there's always been a maniple or two that could fit him in or fit that particular model in. But I guess maybe he's just too big that he can't. Um, can't accommodate it but i did think um i think he comes in as a reinforcement yeah but i don't know if because you know there's that um build your own legio trait where you can swap out a titan for another titan mm-hmm. i did wonder if you could use that for the war master in a manner swap the war master in for that would be interesting <laughs> yeah, for a warlord or a warbringer maybe just you know just as a I don't know if you could. I mean, I don't see why you could, because it's still a Titan. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's something to... And there's only a, a quick thought before we recorded while I was chomping on my breakfast. Just... Uh, hmm. That would be an interesting thought. Yeah, pootled into my brain. So, uh, might be something to consider for the future. But, yeah, no, it's um, it's nice to see him. Nice to see that get some... Uh, some actual written rules rather than the the photos everything that we've seen yeah i mean it's not in-depth rules but it's no, it's, just a, it's, it's just a little bit of background and stuff isn't it that you get yeah but then again there's not that many in-depth rules for <laughs> uh for stuff uh beyond the card uh okay cool so um yeah so the, the war master is huge yeah. i really want one though yeah mine's uh, in a uh, sort of pre-assembly uh, situation, so because you know he's, uh, that's how that's how games with friends work out. Escalation: one gets a war master, the other one has to get a war master. Then yeah. it becomes two, and before you know it, that's what you're playing with. But uh, just don't know if I can justify the cost of. <clears throat> yeah, it's like even even at the outpost, he's like seventy odd quid, I think. So, um, just trying to think now. Yeah, it's a a lot of money for one, but they do look gorgeous. It is a, I mean, it is a centerpiece. It is a big old. You gotta think of it like a primark. That's kind of how I, um, yeah, how I thought about it. I just, I'd pay the money for a a primark model. Um, and this is kind of the primark of the, of the Titan game at the moment. So, yes, seventy six quid on from the outpost. So. Yeah, uh, just not sure how much uh, you summon to get out of it. But then again, the, the, uh, there's the other weapons that he's potentially going to be getting as well. Yeah, I mean, see what he comes with down the. Down so the it's like, I mean, things are absolutely brutal. 
are they going to release a new um a new swan with different sprues and it's like am i better off waiting for <clears throat> or yeah. will they do resin i can imagine them doing resin actually yeah i mean there's other than the warlord which i know has some resin weaponry now but you know they kind of tend to make all those different weapons with the with the resin don't they so <clears throat> but they're going to be quite heavy and quite big because i mean the, the guns on this thing are you know they're not small yeah go they're going to be a big old chunk of resin so maybe it will be plastic actually thinking about it like that yeah fair enough very expensive yeah so um anyway. okay so back to the book and i think other the, the next big new thing we got is um also we got a whole new legio um legio metallica the iron skulls which was quite cool to see yeah just well, we'll have to talk about them one day yeah best names man uh, best named um just titan. just so many opportunities for cool titan names <clears throat> yeah but right right at the well not right at the bat but the bat we've got a nice new interesting um section titan upgrades very much so lots of cool things in here lots of little tricks lots yeah. of little uh, so these are generic ones aren't they sorry my yeah voice. these generic ones that can <coughs> Some of them can be used by everybody, uh, and some of them can be used by loyalists only. But I think we've got one, two, three, four, five for Universal. Then yeah. one, two, three, six. four, five, six. Yeah, six. I mean, my favorite is the plasmatic binders. Because it's 25 points to upgrade, which isn't that much really. But once per game in the damage control phase, you can um, use them to vent plasma on a two plus instead of a four plus. It's very cool. I mean, I as a big fan of, of plasma weapons and overheating, being able to vent plasma is a uh, being on a two plus is definitely an advantage. Yeah, even if it's only once per game, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. The one that I like and I that I've and I've seen in action, much to my uh, chagrin, is the um, tracking gyroscopes. Oh yeah, that's one of the universal ones, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. So Titan's upgrade changes the fire arc of all their carapace weapons to include the entire front arc of the Titan. Ooh, now that is that's tasty. And it is for it's twenty five points of a, a Titan, but you know. Those makes those warlords um, carapace weapons um, a lot more useful. The warbringer as well, with if you want to stick a bellicosa on it. Yeah, I can definitely see where that's going to be useful. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I I've got a feeling we're going to see a lot of this is the vortex play, payload. This is one of the lowest ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's you upgrade a warp missile and it basically swaps out its uh, warp trait. For the vortex trait that sounds all right but then if you actually look at what the vortex trait does um it drops a template on the board it deals d6 strength 10 hits which ignores your void shields and then in the end phase it's got i think it's a two in free chance i think yeah. i can't remember of moving randomly in any direction doing another d6 uh, hits on anything it passes over which is very cool. There is a couple of things that do sort of hold it back. Mm-hmm. If, if you ask me, it, it's only on the um, 
the warp missile, which I think is is a reaver only thing. Yep, reaver only. And it's only a one shot thing as well. Yep. So it's for I don't know how many points the warp missile rack. Is I think it. it works out a total of thirty five points. Yeah. So I think it's fifteen points for the warp missile. <clears throat> for for a one shot weapon. Um, unless you know you're going to be taking on perhaps a lot of knights, maybe. But against big things, I don't know if it's you know you've got to hoping that you get that hit on the money. I don't know. Ignoring voids. Yeah. Strength ten hit d six of them. That's uh. And yeah, yes, you're right. It's going to absolutely hammer knights. Just trying to think. Could you do it with a strength ten? Yeah, I suppose you could kill a titan. In one turn, strength ten. And the fact that it's it, it stays, it doesn't yeah. go away. No, you're 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 pretty much. But yeah, it's good actually. Good for clearing out a gun line. Yeah. Um, someone's rocking a gun line of titans. That would certainly make me think it's time to get on my on my toes and uh, get out of there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely one of my favourites. Yeah. Um, but I mean, most of the rest of the book is pretty much just the same as what it is in the other books, but with a few ever so slight revisions. Um, the one thing I did like, actually, I'm just going to about the rest of the book. Okay. I did like the fact that they had tied the Legio, the Titan Legio, um, if it has sort of a... Um, a knight household that's sort of associated with it mm-hmm. that they put together so you didn't have to go through 20 pages to find what might be a potentially potential household that you're using with your legio you can just go to the next section if that makes sense the next sort of four pages along to find them um yes yeah that that, that, that is quite handy uh and you've got everything sort of quite there uh you know the allied war houses um that you've got a lot of information there which is uh, fantastic it's definitely one of the better uh, laid out books yeah yeah and i mean i think it's been lucky that it has had i mean all its books because they're so sort of compact yeah they don't waste space and considering this is i think how many pages this works out at uh 100 pages or so something like that no, 176 pages. It's big for Titanicus. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's nicely laid out and everything's pretty easy to find, which is good. You haven't got to hop around and there's nothing worse in Warbooks having to jump. Between. Yeah, it's, it's one thing. I, I, I'm not a fan of the original Titanicus rulebook for. There's a lot of jumping around if you're playing uh, uh, with the full set of rules. Yeah, um, it's not the easiest to uh, to, to to deal with. Um, but yes, no, the, the I mean, the house, I'm just looking at a digital copy here and the <laughs> in the contents, they don't even list the night houses. They're just in with the uh, in with the um, Legia rules. So the one I've got, has got them as a separate section. So you've got a lot of lists. Oh, yeah, they're a separate section. It's just yeah, in the contents not, of the. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, it goes from Ignatum to Graphonicus yeah. uh, to a store and misses out the night houses because they're just part of the uh, part of the uh, uh, um, what's the word? 
Legio, essentially, yeah. which is rather interesting. It was good having the weapon charts all in one place as well. Oh god, yeah, that is a that is a very handy thing. That 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 sure. that because uh, we've not previously had it sounds daft, but we've not had something like that in no, ages. It's always been the cards and things. I'd you know scurry around to find everything if you want to try and remember what a weapon does. But having them all laid out nice and clearly and and to the it's not just a massive list of weapons. They're broken down into the into the titans. Um, yeah, which is you know really useful. Even if they're duplicate entries from other titans, it's still one. Yeah, although they are missing the uh, Volkite. Well, I guess that was uh, came after. after yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's always be that'll probably be in the traitor book. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, yeah, I mean, any notable changes that you can think of? Uh, not at this moment in time, but that's because it's been a while since I read through the whole chunk of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I, I sort of, um, you've got the, um, Graphonicus had a few changes. They got their thing where they could take change one Titan for uh, a Reaver. They can now change any Warlord or Warhounder for a Reaver. Instead of just one, they can swap any and all of them. Okay, cool. Which is different. Yeah. So you can just say, right, okay, I'm taking this uh, this big mana pool, but everything is going to be a reaver. Yeah. It's like, um, still get the advantage of the points, I guess, uh, the, the stuff. Um, they also, and defense or they saw their Blessings of the Emperor uh, trait, which I'm forgetting exactly what it does now, because I literally saw that. Have a look, Barry. Uh, I literally was looking at that. Where was it? Blessings of the Emperor. It's one of their strategies. There we go. Um, one of your Titans rolling on result. Uh, if you a hit would result in you rolling on the catastrophic damage table, the hit is ignored and the strat and the stratagem has no further effect. It used to cost three uh, command points. Now it's only two. Nice. So that makes it a lot tastier. More, more points for blind barrage. For exactly, so I like that one. Um, yeah. So I mean, what? Do, I mean, what? What? How would you? What would you say overall? I think. You, I mean, I think you've kind of got to have. You have to own it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because for a couple of reasons, a having all the weapons laid out like that is just, you know, infinitely easier than having to rummage around for cards or using apps or anything like that. At least you can just stick a post-it in where it is and then you know um, where it is. And just you know, having those those new upgrades, I mean, that, um, like I say, the, the um, Vortex one, if you want to if you want to go down that avenue. I mean, every book has its has kind of had a value, if that makes sense. There's mm-hmm. not been a book so far where you've gone, actually, I'm done. I don't mean to bother with this. They kind of made them pretty mass market. And even if you're a a trader player, I think there are good reasons why you would, why you would pick this book up. If only just to not, you know, know thy enemy. Um, Yeah. I think there's there's plenty of reasons towards the back of the book to to make Mm -hmm. it, make it worthwhile. I mean, me personally, I would say that, um, even if you if you if if you are a traitor player, you might be able to get away with waiting 
until um, uh, um, until they do do a traitor book, because uh, other than what's the word I'm looking for, um, there are f- features in there which I think will probably be replicated in a traitor book. If that makes any sense. We have no idea when that's going to be. That's the only that, issue. That, that, that is true, but I think uh, if we knew it was going to be like six months, then. Yeah, they haven't even unveiled it yet. So we're looking in quite a while, probably, before we even even sees the light of day. Yeah, I think it will happen. Yeah, I I think they would be foolish to do a a loyalist book and not do a... There'd be uproar, even more more so than normal. Indeed. Yeah, Um, Yeah, having all the weapons together, having all the weapons together, it's just time-saving. And also, it's, it's... you have got to carry around five books to run a battle group. Yeah, um, but it definitely does save a lot of a lot of a lot of hassle, um, and I think definitely maybe people might want to buy a, a, a another book. Uh, sorry, I think it, it's going to save a lot of people hassle in carrying around so many books. Yeah, if that makes any sense, and I think that's where its real value lies. In theory, all you need is the book with your Legio's rules in, if you're a traitor player, mm-hmm. and this one. Yeah, pretty much. So. Yeah. So, but uh, obviously, for traitor players, I don't. I think they won't be able. They they, they can't wait until um, they actually get. Yeah. Uh, their their actual book. See what sort of horrible titan gets released when uh, when their one comes out. I don't know. I think they'll go smaller next time myself. Uh, we'll have to, have to keep our eyes peeled, won't we? That's what we'll have to do. Uh, see well, this is true, but but I, I, I can see them. Um, I can see them going um, smaller because I think what, what's that one that's in uh, Titan? Titan Death. Is it? Uh, uh, oh, there's a little one, but smaller than a Warhound. Um. No, sorry. It's too early for me to think about Titan Death. Uh, is it ne- No, that's the Nemesis Warbringer I'm thinking of there. But um, no, I can't see them doing a bigger, bigger one because the Warmaster is already quite unwieldy. Yeah, it's not. He's, he's not a small lad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, like right. There's the ones that were in. Um, uh mortis can't think what they were called they were on tracks though they weren't sort of technical plans yeah but there's there's definitely a few mentioned were in mortis um that 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 can be done and there's some old ones from epic as well yeah they're not they're not short on options are they you got all the no and we still need our dominus pattern knights as well (laughs) we still need our imperator as well I don't think we'll get an Imperator. I really don't think we'll get an Imperator. Though then again, the reaction of the community to the Warmaster, um, maybe maybe we will. Armada players never thought they'd see a Superstar Destroyer, but, you know, we live in that world now, so... Uh, how big is the Superstar Destroyer in Armada? Absolutely massive. Uh, I, do keep, I do look at Armada sometimes and I'm like, do I want a, do I want a Republic fleet? I've and got then one. I, I've then got I'll one. probably get told off. Yeah. 
that's fair enough. Uh, actually, how big is actually? I'm already in trouble for buying um, the Clone Wars set for Legion. Oh, okay. Um, Only yourself to blame. I do, I do. Yeah, but I, no, I, as I said, generally, I'm, I, I struggle to see an Imperator actually being workable in the game, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, so the just the superstar destroyer is about thirty centimeters long. So <sighs> that's big. <laughs> that's very it's big. Same size as a warlord, I think. Probably about the warmaster or so. It's about the same size as that. So yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, so I think that's about non subsections. I think that's about all we really have to sort of say, but. Um, we're going to come back next month and get back into it as normal. And I think we've sort of said we're going to talk about maniples next month. Yep. That's yeah, this, we're still, yeah, we're still good for maniples. We'll, uh... Yeah, and then we can start sort on some of the other legios from the from the other books. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll break break it up a little bit, mix it up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, right. Well, thanks. Uh, so I think we'll let go into Rob's paint shack if they've recorded oh, one for us this month. Wow. Well, you know. <laughs> Who knows? But it's Who a scary. Knows? But it's all been cleaned and and refurbished, hasn't it? It has but, been. It looks weird. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the the pictures there, and I'm like, that wall's that color. I thought it was. I thought it was. You know, moldy color. There's a lot less holes in the wall from punching than I thought there would be as well. So that's good. Yeah. Although I'm a bit worried about that uh, that uh, bloody axe in the corner. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and why he needs those flower the flowers that smell like human corpses. He stopped talking about that duck a lot, and he was talking about that duck very often at the time. So yes, I can I, oh yeah, together. put two and two together. He ate Daisy. That brings us. Gently and placidly and quietly to the end, just as we do everything gently, quietly and placidly here at Edge of Empire Towers. Isn't um, that Proud Mary by Argentina Turner? Doesn't she say that? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, well, if you haven't no, heard I Proud have Mary no by Argentina Turner, my friend, well, then you I have heard, words. I have, I have heard it, but I don't know it well enough to quote the lyrics <laughs> of a bit. We need to review Rob's. Uh, current uh, status. We do now. Now he's gone down in my estimation. I'm sorry, Rob. Well, I know, I know what week. it is, but I don't know the lyrics. Well, that's no good. That's not good to me. <laughs> I, mean, anyway. fair, I don't know the lyrics off by heart. You don't know. The, you don't know the lyrics to "By Now." Any of the songs off "By Now" served later by One Minute Silence because it's from after 1995. I don't know who they are. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. You've just gone down in my estimation. Um, touche, my aged friend. Touche. Um, anyway, back to um, okay, One Minute Silence. On. Were amazing. Anyway. Um, for those of you out there in internet land, please leave us some reviews on iTunes. Um, <laughs> you know, saying, shut up and get to the point. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. All the links are in the show notes. See if you can drown, drown out Graham's various alter egos who he has posting on things. Yeah. Give the Facebook pages a like. Uh, not that I'm on them. Uh, for no other reason, basically, to let us let us know 
that you like what we're doing and to soothe Graham's raging ego, basically. Um, oh, it seems to either soothe Graham's ego or have pot shots at me. It seems to be also the current, uh, the, 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 the fun game. Shut up. <laughs> what people pot shotting it? What, what are people Chris, doing? Chris, 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 I've, I've, actually, I've actually snipped it, snipped it out for the augury scanner. I, I attempted to do a shut up, but it didn't work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but if you do want to get in touch with us, post on the Facebook wall, send us a message or email us at the rush. No, we don't understand what it means either. No, at edge of empire. It's because way back in the day, Graham described the, 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 the podcast team as the rush of heresy. And it kind of stuck. Oh, I see. Well, Rush, as in oh, the three-piece Canadian uh, prog rock. Yeah, yes. as in someone thought it would be a good idea to let a drummer do some singing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, the lyrics that he didn't what's wrong with that? I mean, the oh, yeah. Eden, for instance, have a drummer that sings. And, and, it, and it, and it, and it mm-hmm. stuck. So um, oh, maybe we ought to... To be honest, if you write anything at edgeofempire.co.uk, I still get it because I've got a catch-all thing. You could write, you know, you don't, bunch of idiots. Don't. Hang on, Michael. Every don't. Time I've so, said don't. email. You set, set a challenge now. Michael, people are going to write. Edgeofempire.co.uk. So send, send email to what, Graham? You want me? What are you saying, Chris? Um, so every time I've said, oh, send this, send your email to only Michael will read this at edgeofempire.co.uk, People could have done that, and yes. it would have been you that reads it. You see, I've never, I've never made this up. You know, it's just, it's just <laughs> knowledge. You, you just know him so well. Um, now we're going to get all sorts of peculiar yeah. things sent through, not only to go with whatever was sent last time in terms of erotic images, um, but also rather suggestive email um, addresses. One would assume. Yeah. Oh, well, Great. Something to, something to keep us warm on the uh, as the nights draw in. Um, if you want, if people want to help out the show in a uh, non-titillatory fashion, uh, we have an affiliate link with Audible, so you can sign up to get your Horace Heresy audiobooks through them with a month's free trial and usual usual spiel. After that, it's seven ninety nine a month for an audiobook, and all the Black Library books are on there. You can also become a patron of the show, pop a couple of quid in the tip jar, for which we will be eternally grateful, and it helps go towards the upkeep of the show. It's uh, we don't go spending it on Michelin star meals or anything. It pays for hosting, etc. Yeah. Um, you can help out by going through the advert on the website to purchase your wargaming toys through Element Games. We have our own crystal codes, which means you get double crystals and we get normal ones. Uh, these are in the show notes, but Chris's is CHR211. Graham's is GRA2794. Michael's is MIC440. And mine, uh, don't worry about mine. Uh, we've also got the Philly- 676. Just so you... Nobody ever actually, used it anyway. Actually, actually, on this point, I'm going to just say, because people had definitely been using mine, because I bought something from Element the other day um, for the first time in ages, and I had 27 crystals, and I I haven't used Element for, like, four months. So yeah, I must have got crystals from listeners. So you know, I, 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 gave, I gave some to Rob just the other day. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's very, that's very kind of you. I, I do want a rotation, you know. One, uh, you know, the, I've got like four or five people on a rotation that I do it with, and you three are on. So. Well, there you go then. Nice, yeah, uh, we've also got affiliate links with the Outpost as well in Sheffield. Yeah, nice little friendly local gaming store. So check them out if you're in the South Yorks area. 
And that, I believe, as they say, is that, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think we've rambled and wandered and meandered and generally tangented our way three, through three the show. Hours of marvellous content when it yeah, probably three, was about yeah. 20 minutes but yeah, anyway me under 20 minutes of content for three hours yeah well good stuff anyway that's it um next month who knows what we're going to do we're going to do some stuff on uh building your own terrain table where the start i think but other than that we look forward to your company then i hope you enjoyed the show and uh, we will be here in a few weeks, giving you some full, more heresy goodness in your ears. Indeed. All right. Good night. Take care, everybody. Bonne nuit.